Hello and welcome to episode 12 of Don't Lose Your Head. Uh, I am Niklas and this is my co-host Morten. Hello. And today we are joined by Oscar. Hello. <gasps> From the south of Sweden. Yes. From Skåne. Though you can't hear my accent since I'm <laughs> speaking English. <laughs> but Luckily. is Skåne a part of Sweden or is it... Like the the true Sweden, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, we we like to think ourselves uh, about ourselves like an independent republic, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sweden are trees. Damn, yes. se- semi Danes. <laughs> <laughs> we have the best from Sweden and the best from Denmark. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> damn it, and we're, everyone else is just jealous. So we're like, <laughs> yep. You drink in streets? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you drink in streets? It's the yes. best part about Denmark. <laughs> well. You can uh, in some parts. <laughs> <laughs> well, where the police isn't looking. Yeah, but, but uh, actually in, in Lund, where I live, uh, there is uh, each year at Valboy, there is uh, the kind of... Uh, the th- that you're not the, the law against drinking in public, basically, is, uh, uh, is like not in session for a while. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, at, at special sites in the city, mainly the uh, large park, uh, because like 10,000 students gather there so, <laughs> to drink all day. So, yeah, you can't drink in the street. I think there <laughs> so, are some, yeah. some laws that you can drink in parks in the rest of Sweden as well. Ah, okay, damn it. <laughs> no, I'm not sure. I think it's like if the police try to arrest everyone, they would, they would couldn't manage. So I guess they just <laughs> allow it to yeah, happen, basically. <laughs> <laughs> or do they stand just outside the park and arrest you as soon as you go out? <laughs> if, if they see you drink outside the park, yeah. uh, <laughs> even if it's just one step, they pounce. <laughs> <laughs> they shoot you. They shoot the kill. Yes. Yes. No. Stop resisting. This is not America. <laughs> we have very Americanized cops. <gasps> <go. laughs> Damn. No, we don't. They're so, all very friendly. Yeah. <laughs> so this, ep- this episode is uh, a special about the Avarii that has just happened down in Skåne. Uh, oh, yeah. Oscar is the mastermind. But before that, let's just quickly go through... Uh, yeah, there hasn't really been much new stuff out, I think. Uh, I have a little note. There is. I'm looking in the new White Dwarf, and the uh, uh, Tartarus Terminators and the Mark III Space Marines will be available from the 18th of March uh, to buy separately. Oh Did you yeah. Know? So heard. just like the uh, Calf box, they're now splitting up, splitting up. But nothing about Custodies and Sisters separately, though. That's a bit. Mm-hmm. Strange. Uh, I think they'll hold on to them and then they'll release them with a higher price. Oh, that's possible. As, yeah. as people get more hold of Inferno. Yeah. Because since Forge World is selling bundles with plastic custodians and the dreads and stuff, they want people to buy Inferno and then buy the bundles. And then maybe in a two months or so, they'll release the plastic custodians. Oh, At least that's what I think. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you need the plastic ones for for the upgrade kit for the heavy support guys with the guns also, right? Yeah, indeed. Yeah. So everything is based on that. Uh, indeed. 
And we also have a plastic Primark out, Gilliman. Have we talked about Gilliman? I'm not sure. Uh, I we... think so. Didn't we? Now we can look at him really close in the... You mean oh, Sigma he... Riemann? <laughs> so, yeah. Is he actually out now? Uh, yeah, the, the box set with him will be available from the 11th of March. Okay. And it will cost right. 660 kroner. Oh, yeah. For just him? Uh, no, you also get a, a Grey Knight, uh, Grand yeah. and Cypher. So team. it's the, uh, the trio box for yeah. the new version, yeah. basically. Yeah. But he is, there's something a bit goofy looking about him. I don't know. The proportions or something. I heard that he looks better in real life, but yeah. like, uh, I don't care anyway. They always <laughs> say that. <laughs> <laughs> the armor is very, it's full of these little details. He almost looks like chaos, you know, like warp talents or something. Their armor looks a bit like that. Yeah, He's but not. that's the Age of Sigmar thing. Ah, you're no, right. No straight lines, only swirly stuff. And yeah. uh, and then the uh, script on his, I think it's his shoulder pad. Yeah. Uh, that says, like, I don't know, McCrag or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think it actually is, says Gilliman. So he remembers Yeah, Gilliman. Okay, but it's it's the same uh, style as the Age of Sigmar, the writing style. The <laughs> So it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit carved. Like, it's carved already or something. Yeah. But and the, <laughs> the the font is the same as the, on the Age of yeah. Sigma, guys. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yep. I've been studying this guy. I don't <laughs> like him. Age of no. Emperor. I just imagine, like, yeah, what if it's like, yeah, he printed Gilliman just so it's, it's this is my shoulder pad. And <laughs> what if, like, a normal space marine takes it by mistake and it's just twice as big as <laughs> it would look rid ridiculous so on someone else? What's the name? Uh, yeah, Caligar just keeps stealing uh, his, yeah. his clothes his all the time. Gloves and stuff. Yeah, like I need to write my name on my stuff so Caligar won't steal them. <laughs> that could be it. <laughs> Is that my shoulder pad? No. <laughs> it has my name on it. Mm. Maybe Calgar has stolen his sword and fist, and that's why he needs to steal the Emperor's sword. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that conversation. Hey, Dad. Uh, I'm just gonna take this award. Is that okay? If it's okay, uh, don't say anything. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> yeah. Golden throne. Uh, yeah. So yeah, just some short things. So uh, have you guys done anything heresy related apart from uh, uh, Amoria? Uh, some building some things or? Yeah. I can start. Uh, so uh, two weekends ago, I was uh, in Boros and played. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I'm talking about that in the interview with Kalle, but basically, like, I had all the dice rolls in all the right places, and it was, like, awkwardly, it, it went awkwardly good. Like, everything <gasps> was going my way. Awkwardly awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can sum it up with the, the first shot of the day was my heavy conversion beamer shooting a land raider, hitting it, penetrating it, immobilizing it, like, 44 inches away. Damn. Uh, and then the turn afterwards, he got out with his red butchers. I shot them with heavy conversion beamer, killed them all. <laughs> well, that's what you have heavy conversion beamers for. I mean, <laughs> yeah. extreme long range shooting. So. But, like, all the dice rolls were going my way pretty much all day. It was just. How, how many games did you manage to play? Uh, three. Two regular games and a double game. Mm. Um, I saw some pictures. It looked nice. Yeah, it was really nice. 
uh, I mean, except for my dice rolling for my opponents. <laughs> <laughs> well, where did you have your conversion beam? Was it on a, a predator or? Yeah, uh, ah. on a predator can take heavy conversion beam. It's just a regular conversion beam, but it's a large blast. I didn't know you had it. Yeah, it's like the first turret. time I used it. It's uh, yeah, I can change it with my plasma gun. Ah, oh, smart. Uh, there was so, one uh, a heavy conversion beamer predator at the Varii as well. Oh, so wow. it seems like they're getting more popular. I know Kalle likes them a lot. Yeah, yeah Kalle, I think Kalle used them, uh, like two of them. He told me. Yeah. I, yeah. I think they're they're hard to play with, but they look sick. I mean, they're so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm i using mine without the, the heat shields. So you can see all the all the tubes and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're gorgeous. Yeah. These look so like archaic somehow. Yeah, yeah, I love them. So, okay, so so later in this uh, episode, you'll hear the interview with Kalle, and then we'll hear more about your games. I hope. Yeah, uh, yeah. I didn't speak about the third game, which was a double game, which I played with Eric with his Raven Guard. Uh, yeah. Uh, so they kind of they complemented my army pretty well, um, and we played against the Night Lords and Ember uh, uh, Children. <gasps> it's fan five, <laughs> and uh, like a notable thing is that uh, the Emperor Children had a Malkador tank, which oh, wow. like uh, tank shot was not called tank shot; it was called Thunder Blitz. Yeah. It's Thunder Blitz by Lander Squadron, uh, and you roll a d6 and see what happens on the chart. Because since you're a uh, Malkador, you have to roll two dice and pick the lowest since it's small. So you roll in the chart two dice and roll double six, and <laughs> Annihilated a land raider. Thunder <laughs> Blitz for the win. Yeah. It was awesome. That's why you roll with super heavies. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and then uh, a, there was a close combat with Korax against uh, and Night, Night Hunter uh, and my Gorgons. And they were fighting, and the Gorgons took some saves, and uh, they rolled a four up for the blind thing. So, like, the Nihilors had to take a blind test, and the Ravenguard had to take a blind test, but with a reroll. But since they had, uh, like, night vision goggles, oh, yeah. they, they count as initiative one. So I blinded Korax when he was fighting <laughs> Night Honor. <laughs> <laughs> this is for not following Ferris. You... Oh. <laughs> Wait, oh, but he was on your team, though. Yeah. Oh. This <laughs> <laughs> is amazing. <laughs> Poor Corex. That's what you get for having night vision. <laughs> so yeah, but it was I, a nice game. But but you also had a game today, right? Just yes. before this. I just came back. Like we were apparently supposed to start uh, half an hour ago. I <laughs> lost time because uh, I was playing against Thousand Suns. Hmm. What? Yeah, I played a thousand point game. Uh, so he had. A uh, level three psycho predator, uh, psychic veterans, ten of them, psychic terminators, five of them, and a psychic dreadnought. Whoa, that's, that's a lot that's of a, a lot of points, and, and that's yeah. all you can fit in. The... Yeah, this is a thousand points for unit. Uh, and I played two tactical squads: centurion, gorgons, five of them, and a regular predator with heavy bolters and a my plasma predator with heavy bolters. Oh, nice! So I got fr- first turn, and 
I got like perfect hits with my plasma. Uh, I could see his veterans, and I could fit six guys under a small template, and I hit all three of them. <gasps> so I made fourteen wounds in like the first shooting I did. So oh. I'm like, oh shit, like I not just annihilate him the first turn. But he saved the, the a lot of them. So he had like <clears throat> four guys left. Wait, did he have a cover save or something? Yeah. Or how did he? he was in okay. Room. Uh, and then next turn he just jumped out of the with them with the levitate. He disappeared, and he rolled invisibility with his dreadnought. So, oh, is that the his... one you can only fire snapshots or something? Yeah. Ah, so like oh, the yeah. only OP power. Yeah. <laughs> How am I gonna do this? Uh, then he went forward with it, shot something that didn't do anything, uh, and then next turn. He destruct uh, terminators right next to my predator and shot some tactics next to it. They didn't have any multi-guns, thank God. And that turn, he failed his uh, invisibility on his dreadnought. Uh. So I just ran forward with my dreadnought. Oh, did I say I, I have a dreadnought? No, you didn't. I also had a, like a the shitty dreadnought. A boxy. No, a boxy. No? The, the shitty contender. A Cortis. Yeah, Cortis. <laughs> Not that shitty. <laughs> uh, I, I, like, his ballistic skill 4 was really apparent through the entire game since I hit 3 shots with the carries every turn. Oh, <laughs> that's not good. Uh, but I, like, I managed to get 3 penetrating hits on the Dreadnought with my autocannon from the Predator, which is insane. Uh, shooting off one of his arms and taking 2 whole points. Now I charge him with the Dreadnought and destroy it. So I got really lucky that he failed his invisibility. Yeah. Does that also affect <clears throat> close combat or Yeah. What it's happens crazy. what happens then? If you're invisible. I think you yeah, I think it's also affects close combat. You only hit on sixes. <gasps> you become yeah, I think you become uh weapon skill one basically. Yeah. Insane. Um and then like he destroyed destroyed my plasma predator and my tactical and then he had like one guy left in his terminators. One guy left with veterans, and his Praetor was down to one wound, and his kill points. Mm. So I only managed to score one kill point, oh. uh, and he scored two, and it was War of Lies. So to add to the humiliation, I was standing on an objective, but rolled a six, so I got <laughs> minus D3 points. <laughs> but it was a really close game. Like, the end fight, yeah. uh, I got into close combat with my Terminators against his Praetor, and he had one wound left on his Praetor, and I had one wound left on my Centurion, and he had one Tactile left, and I had one Gorgon, <sighs> and uh, it's, it's a really good game. It's cool yeah, yeah. So uh, they don't seem, they weren't that overpowered, I guess, in your game, or? No, I mean, they used some Psychic Powers, they used a Strength 10 AP1 Barrage once, mm-hmm. to kill two Terminators. Uh, Levitate is really good, but you can just, just like, uh, just pack pretty much. Uh-huh. But, I mean, it's not game-breaking. No. Like, it, yeah, that's the thing. Like, if you have invisibility in the right place, then that's going to suck. <laughs> and he had, like, he had a, a passive uh, invulnerable save thing. So he had a 6-plus invulnerable in his infantry and 3-up invulnerable on his Terminators. Oh, because you can choose. So he was, like, Corviday or something. Yeah. So that was really annoying. But it was, uh, yeah, the only real thing that took away uh, armor state was my plasma. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. 
So more plasma. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and hobby-wise, I got some Medusa Immortals from. Oh, uh, finally! Yeah, from Christopher from uh, uh, the Varangian Heresy. Uh, so, but he forgot to send the backpacks though, so I can't finish them right now. Oh. <laughs> He's waiting for them. So I've been kidding them out with some Volkite chargers. Yeah. Most expensive, most awesome unit in the game. <laughs> Did They're... you buy those separately or you already had them? I had to buy them separately. Yeah. I bought them from Forshall a while ago, awaiting this moment. Oh. They're so... coming. Choom choom. <laughs> so they have Volkite chargers and two melty guns and a demo charge, and they are 330 points for 10 guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's more points than the sick meta. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Crazy. All right. Yeah, so that's pretty much what, what I've been doing. What about you, Oscar? Well, um, I've actually mostly been painting non-heresy stuff. <gasps> uh, Heresy. Yes, I know. I, I have a basically a 2,000-point Lizardman army that needs to be painted so I can... Ooh actually try playing some 8th uh, edition fantasy. Yeah. Oh, uh, thank God, I thought you were going to say Age of Sigmar for a while. No, 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 <laughs> I don't play that shit. <laughs> uh, no, but I've also, I've uh, painted, as we talked a little about before the podcast started, I have uh, started to paint an army of custodians. Uh, and I've also started repaint or almost finished repainting my Mechanicum to a nice new color scheme. Oh, so you had a red one before, right? Or, um, or yeah, gray and red. Yeah. Uh, now it's uh, white, basically. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> uh, that's very unusual. Yeah. Sadly, uh, when I started repainting them, uh, yeah. I found a, a picture online uh, from like Den of Imagination or something of a really cool Thanatar uh, that was really like white and dirty really cool so i copied that basically and then afterwards i started repainting the entire army and now i find I found like four or five other white mech armies so <laughs> i'm not as unique as i thought no. <laughs> so, but maybe they're so. not in sweden or in yeah Sweden's. yeah they're they aren't so but uh, still <laughs> at least i'm happy they look much better now <laughs> paint them pink if you want to be unique <laughs> Well, so, I'd rather they look good. Yeah. <laughs> so how, how did you uh, go about this? Did you strip them first? Uh, no, actually, I, I it was some pretty thin paint, so I just oh, primed nice. over it uh, with white. All right. And you feel that you haven't lost any detail? No, not really. I, I mean, on it's, since it's foreshore stuff, the... the detail is usually so good, and since I paint with a lot of washes, uh, they usually uh, place themselves in the gaps, the small gaps that there are. So uh, I think it yeah. looks looks good. Yeah. Nice. And I mean, mech guys is basically metal and then big armor plates. So yeah. there's not a lot of detail to, <laughs> to lose. I look forward to seeing some pictures of these. Yeah. Yeah, there are some actually on the forums, I think. Did you, did oh you play God. these on Avoriae? The uh, yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, because I saw some pictures from there. Yeah, the white ones are mine. <laughs> I gotta go check this. I, I made a, an Imgur gallery mm -hmm. uh, with all my, or not all, but most of my pictures from Noria. So, were, were they white and red? Uh, yeah, white with a, like a red shoulder stripe. 
Yeah, I see them. On <laughs> the 30k forum. But, oh, shit, it was only one picture. Uh, maybe. Uh, on the the uh, uh, Heresy 30k oh. forum? Yeah, I found it now. All right, yeah. so now we're just going to okay. sit quietly for 15 minutes on this podcast and just look at pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I can't yeah. find them. <laughs> so you're like, all right, but we uh, the months. You've been uh, doing uh, Mechanicum and uh, repainting. Uh, yeah. Have you painted any, any custodes or have you just been building? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have. Uh, I started. I wanted to because my lizardmen. I decided to do non-metallic metal on my lizardmen mm-hmm. for both the gold and the metal, and uh, it went okay. I mean, or with the lizardmen, they look good, but uh, they are pretty cartoony in the paint scheme anyway. So when I tried to do the same thing on my custodians, because I decided, oh, I'm only gonna have like 20 models. I can do them all non-metallic metal. Uh, and when I tried to do the same on my custodians, it turned out like shit. Basically, <laughs> uh, so I mean, I was happy at first because it was like my third attempt at non-metallic metal. And then I showed them to some friends, and they were like, "Yeah, they're pretty yellow." Then I said, "Yes," <laughs> and then I had to. So then I just stripped them and uh, went to uh, my local hobby shop under the roof. Uh, bought their gold spray <laughs> and now I have a very nice metallic gold <laughs> nice <laughs> so spray wash and then do the reds and uh, metals basically so did you start building these before Inferno King? Uh, yeah yeah. Uh, I bought some from a friend just five of them to well because I thought they were cool and then I saw the when the G-Dub released their White Dwarf rules for 40k. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought they were pretty good. So I wanted more, so I bought another five, and then I saw the uh, previews of Inferno, so I bought another five, and then I bought another <laughs> ten, and now I have 25 <laughs> models. <laughs> Just all, all, all on foot custodian army. That would be yeah. awesome. Yeah, because oh. I've been, I've been thinking, I tested ten of them, uh, against uh, the other Oscars militia, and Ooh. that was interesting <laughs> because uh, Custodes have such a high damage output, but they yeah. don't have a lot of attacks. Yeah, they mm-hmm. have really high strength. And this low is AP. like a really good counter against the Custodian yeah. with like yeah. four. Doesn't he have like four demolisher? Yeah, but and I, mean, I mean, I'm not so scared about the demolishers. I have two up. Okay, they ignore my two up and flatten me out, but I have five up in vulnerable. Some of the guys have shields, so they re-roll. Uh, and you can also buy the array strikes that gives you... So when he rolls to hit uh, with his scatter, he rolls uh, an additional d6 and has oh, to pick yeah. the two highest. Uh, and I also have a unit coherency of three inches instead of two. Yeah. So I'm not really afraid of blasts. Uh, or as afraid as I could have been. Mm-hmm. But the problem against the militia is that it doesn't matter how many I kill. <laughs> yeah. <It's> like <laughs> because all of them have rending. Yeah, oh. and there's like, if he, ha- he had like 100 levies and then two squads of uh, ogrins and two squads of spawns. Yeah. And I mean, sure, I kill like when my five-man squad with my HQ guy shot and then charged, 
they killed like 27 levies <laughs> in total. But the, the three that remain, they are fearless. Oh. So they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just stand there and get charged. And so he charges in, but kills like one of my guys. And then the next turn, I kill another 15 levies. Then he kills another one of my guys. <laughs> and that's an equation that is bad for me because yeah. each guy I lose is worth like 20 of his. Yeah. Don't yeah. get stuck in with zombies. There's yeah, so many crazy. less attacks and everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at it. Was is, it, is it yours that have like an orange spot color, your army? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it looks really, really gorgeous. Damn. Yeah, I, I really like the, the orange against the white. And I, I love how you dirtied them down also. They look, they look weathered. Yeah, that was the plan because pure white doesn't look ah, it doesn't, as well. So Yeah, it's very hard, I think, to get. It could yeah. look good for, for white scars, but it's yeah, but it's, yeah, it's difficult. So I this went the easy route, dirty. <laughs> grimy, dirty, dirty gay. Yeah, <laughs> obviously super grimdark. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that's uh, what I've been doing, basically. I repainted my Wordbearer Shadow Sword and sold my Wordbearers. Oh! Uh, yeah. I repainted the Shadow Sword to Space Wolves. Okay. Other than that, not much. Space Wolves? Yeah, so I have Custodians, Mech, and Space Wolves. All right. Yeah. And Lizard Men. <laughs> <laughs> but how was, the fe- was it a sad feeling, selling the Wordbearers? No, it was a good feeling. I Since I... I had already started buying custodians, uh, and when I when I pa- repainted my space wolves, uh, or repainted when I painted my space wolves and repainted my mech, uh, my painting level had evolved since I painted the word bears. Mm-hmm. So they didn't look as good <laughs> as I wanted, <laughs> and so it was either strip and repaint the whole army or sell it. Yeah. And so I sold it and bought the two more Thanatars instead. Nice. So now I have three. <laughs> yeah. Any of them, the 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 on mortar one? The one. Yeah, I'm gonna have one of each. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that's the plan. If right now the plan for Lincoln, yeah. uh, that's the next event I'm going to, uh, is to run custodians. But I told Frederick that if he wants to, I can go make tra- so I can be a traitor or loyalist. And oh, yeah. then the plan is uh, triple Thanatar. <laughs> I'm not sure what I'd rather not meet, like custodians <laughs> or triple Thanatars. <laughs> yeah, well, be tough. I have a reputation, you know. I won Best Loyalist last Lincoln, so I need to ah. keep that up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn powerful uh, Skåne meta, Malmö meta. Yeah, <laughs> so- the Malmö meta is the best. Or the hardest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we come and like, oh, I brought some something... Uh, but I I brought like, some medicinal immortals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But you should can you fit three Tanadars in two thousand points? Yeah, easy. I was I if I would have gotten them before Avaria, I would have played triple Tanator on Avaria at fifty. <laughs> How much I mean, are they? They are like well with upgrades. They are a little less than three uh, three hundred points each. Oh, okay. Well, then yeah, that, that works. And I mean, the mortar one is like by far the best one, hmm. but uh, the other ones are more expensive. Yeah. 
and it, I, I like that that you don't just take the mortar version. It's it's more fun to have one of each. I think. Yeah, and it's cooler. I also bought the two uh, Darkfire Castellex, so now I can play Lego Cybernetica. Ooh, nice! So that's that's the plan basically to run five Castellex. Uh, three Borax and three Thanatars. <laughs> That's not a lot of models you have to bring. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, la- last year on Lincoln, I brought 26 models <laughs> at two and a half thousand. Whoa. <laughs> and how many did the other Oscar bring? <laughs> All the models. <laughs> <laughs> he had yeah, as basically. many militia as the rest of the players combined. Had nah, not really. But <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. I think he he counted his army uh, last week, mm-hmm. and he had like over two hundred and fifty models mm-hmm. in the army, painted I mean, and ready. Done. Oh, yeah, that's respect for like taking the time and painting them because oh, yeah, indeed. I mean, and they don't. I mean, they don't look like crap either. They're pretty no. good. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. uh, I've I've been trying to paint some militia, and it's just so I take a bit too much time maybe on that. I feel like, ah, <laughs> oh, this is this model is worth two points. This is not. It's, it's taking <laughs> yeah. so much time. It's not worth it. But ah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, you don't need to have two hundred. I guess you can have twenty. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is my uh, super elite uh, militia army. Yeah. I mean, you can go survivors of the dark age. That's yeah. what that was my plan. If I'm gonna go militia ever, yeah. uh, to go survivors. But I mean, still. Grenadiers. With all upgrades you can possibly take, a grenadier squad is still like a hundred points. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh. so you fill up your six troop choices. That's six hundred points. Congrats! Now you have like a hundred and twenty models. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, it's tough. It's tough. Uh, I I also managed to get some hobby off. Um, I've been. Uh, Actually, since since I started airbrushing or priming with the airbrush, I've been finishing a lot of stuff. So I had to mm-hmm. build more more things. Uh, so I built uh, my Tartarus Terminator snap. Oh, nice! From the Prospero box, yeah. uh, and also two more uh, plasma support guys, which I plan to bring to uh, Scaraburg. Nice. Kovde. Uh, and what else? Yeah, I, I, I built some demonettes also that I'm gonna. Oh, nice! The old metal ones. No, these are the new ones that ah. I brought. They don't show any I, <laughs> I have ten demonets if you want. Them. Ooh, this is interesting. Yeah, I could <laughs> be interested. We'll uh, talk about they... it after. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I did <laughs> the 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 Tartarus Terminators. You know, uh, being a uh, veteran modeler, I completely ignored looking at the. Uh, instructions i was like ah oh, how hard can it be i can see which parts fit <laughs> so i took the i took the torso and it, the torso is mainly like three pieces like front and back and then a top little hatch so it's like yeah put that together done uh, time for the head <laughs> ah, the head doesn't fit in the hole ah i wonder if that little top hatch was supposed to come on after the head <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, classic mistake. Did, did you do it with everyone or just one? All of them. <laughs> All of them. I had to. I sat with my knife, like trying to bend it open, like, and you know, I just bent the plastic and made scratches in it. And I think some of them I, I managed to break off because I had super glue. So I mean, it's uh, uh 
so I could break some open and some I couldn't, and then I just had to cut cut off the heads a bit, like the, <laughs> the throat of the head, uh, or like the I don't know the neck of the heads, <laughs> and then I, I could fit them. Ah, oh, oh, so stupid. Anyway, I built some, most of them with uh, uh, lightning claws. Nice. Like, yeah. So we'll we'll see in the future when I get to bring them. Maybe to Lincoln. I don't know. Uh, also Are you both going to Lincoln, by the way? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So this is the plan. But I I don't know. It's this uh, strange uh, shadow wars, and I don't know. There's another, like you have to bring elites for your compulsory troops or something, right? There's yeah. Another... Yeah. So I, I have no idea. What are you supposed to bring? Like a smaller, more elite kind of uh, troop that's like yeah, well, there too. They, they, they recommended looking at the shadow missions because apparently they're a bit different. Yeah. I, like I looked over them, but I can't really remember. If they're all that. I have to. I think the main thing, thing is that you don't deploy normally. Mm -hmm. You deploy like, or the deployment zones are super strange. Okay. Mm -hmm. So yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I guess yeah, it's the, like you have smaller a small force that is like infiltrating and doing stuff. It's not the big army clashing. It's more like a super back up team or something. I don't know. More like twenty four custodians running around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see that. Make someone else be a trader. I I want to see custodians. <laughs> um, so I think that's all we've been up to. So should we go to talk about the famous Avariai, which is oh, yeah. its second season? I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Last year you managed to have, was it five events or? No, only four. We had one in November, yeah. uh, the year before. Mm. Uh, and then we had oh. four events last year. Okay. Damn. But still, that's impressive for... Yeah. The, the OG heresy event in Sweden. Yeah, we're. I mean, we're yeah. we're just happy that there's a lot of events in Sweden now. It's like yeah. filling up. But you are the only place where it's at the same place like several times during the year. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I I got the well. I listen to. Uh, I don't. I hardly listen to any podcasts mm -hmm. nowadays. But uh, I used to listen a lot to the Eye of Horus, mm -hmm. and. Uh, they talked uh, all about their uh, the inferno, the mm -hmm. thing that uh, well they have kind of a campaign going each year. Uh, I think it's called Inferno, yeah. and so I uh, I looked it up and uh, figured that that was seemed to be a fun way of uh, getting a series of events in. So I basically stole it <laughs> <laughs> and call, called it the Varia. That's and, how you uh, do it. Yeah. And now it's the uh, foremost event series, maybe the only event series uh, yearly in Sweden. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. unless you can't count like Lincoln Scandus, they're basically event series, but they're only once a year. So. Yeah. yeah. I was talk talking with Calibre. It's a really great way of like making a campaign because you get like it's nice that it's there's events, so you get everyone there each time. Yeah. Or like yeah. a lot of people. Yeah, and it's also yeah. Sorry. Yeah, if you if you run like uh, campaigns where you just allow people to show up and play whenever, then it's not as coherent and as engaging. I think. Yeah, and people can drop out when you do that as well, and I think it's it's basically easier to do it like this. 
So um, for for this season, like, uh, does it, are we still in the same cluster? Is this is still the Avaria cluster, right? Yes, we're still in the Avaria cluster. But last year, uh, we thought of about the uh, two main planets, basically. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the uh, loyalists managed to eke out the narrow victory uh, by basically <laughs> by losing the apocalypse game. They won. Oh. <laughs> which is pretty strange, but they managed to acquire enough points. So they won by one total campaign point, oh, uh, 99 to a hundred. That's cool. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, that was, yeah. that was pretty cool. I remember and, uh, I played the last game, got the last point. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, they, uh, so they won and that means that, uh, well, they take control of the prime planet. But, uh, the problem was that the, the traitors had control over the entire secondary planet uh, yeah. because they claimed all the territories there. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, so the story uh, basically goes like this, that the uh, loyalists having control over the, um, the main planet decided to do something about the second planet. And so they nuked it. Oh. Uh, because there was only traders there, right? Yeah. <laughs> so better no one gets the resources than that they get it. So they nuked the planet, but didn't really manage to blow it completely sky high. Uh, but uh, so there are, for this year's events, we're fighting on the third largest planet of our Tertius. Uh, as well as on the space station and on the remnants of Avari Secundus. Uh, is it a r rad scorched wasteland now or something? Uh, no, it's not. But uh, <laughs> it's basically <laughs> just a, a smaller planet and a big asteroid uh, cluster. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, fluff-wise, the asteroids are heading for Avari, uh, the main planet. So, uh, ah, not good. <laughs> Not the best uh, way of shooting, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. And yeah, uh, yeah. awesome. Yeah, and I saw the the gorgeous map that uh, that was Kalle, I guess, the yeah. design or yeah. And yep. I, th yep. there was uh, with the pictures of the space the space station and. Uh... But the space station was that last year also? Or no, no, it's there a new no space station. Yeah. Okay. Well, basically, basically, I told Kalle make a cool map. Yeah, <laughs> he did whatever he wanted, and uh, then we worked with that. So, oh, but that's uh, a great idea. Space station, and that's cool. And then he wanted. We talked a little about having the loyalists destroying Varisikundus. Uh, so he made that happen. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. That, like making a map first, and then yeah, something cool that you can build out of that. Yeah, that's it's so also hard. easier. Yeah. Yeah. You that you had like uh, several different points of interest, like the different areas. Yeah, uh, that's a new feature. Uh, last year we had only hive cities and manufactorums, mm -hmm. uh, and they were basically a way of getting uh, some special bonuses for your faction and some extra campaign points. Uh, but this year we have a lot of them. I think it's six different ones, uh, and there are a lot of them on the map. I think there is almost more special territories than non-special territories. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, they give you uh, 
they give you bonuses ish, <laughs> uh, because when you claim a territory with a special location on it, you roll a d6. On a roll of six, you get something cool. Uh, this ranges from like you can get a paragon blade for your army, uh, or a halo blade, or you can get uh, for your next battle you can get reroll reserves or uh, uh, an orbital bombardment stuff like that. Uh, the flip side though is that if you roll a one, you get something bad happen. <laughs> uh, so for example, the worst thing that can happen basically there is one location that's an unknown location but it's special so if you roll a six there you get a paragon blade uh, that your army keeps throughout the year uh, so that's pretty neat mm-hmm. uh, but if you roll a one there uh, for your next battle half your army needs to start the game in reserve ah. and <laughs> there were two people who <laughs> who went for that and tried to get the... Uh, I think Kalev was one of them. Uh, went for the Paragon Blade, but rolled a 1 instead. No. Uh, so, <laughs> that was fun. I My last game, actually, we'll get to that later, but my last game was against the guy, the other guy, Hampus. Uh, and that was like straight slaughter, because he had half of his army in reserves, oh. and the board was like totally bad. Just- they were- yeah. Yes, piecemeal, like w- one unit at a time. Yes. Yeah, come on the board. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I just shot him to pieces. So, oh. <laughs> so but uh, that's pretty a cool feature. Kale yeah. made all the uh, special locations, and then I made the shards, basically, for them. So is this going to stay there until someone finds the Paragon Blade, basically? No, no, no. Uh, you, there are multiple Paragon Blades there. You know? Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> the Paragon Blade creators have been busy. <laughs> Yeah, that's special locations. <laughs> uh, so each time someone claims a territory with any of the special locations, you roll. So there is only one location where you can get the Paragon Blade, um, and I think the loyalists hold it now. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's it's really cool. Uh, so so yeah, with the map, um, is it like last year that before each game? You have like the teams go together and choose. I I try to take this location. Who wants to face me? And or how does it work? Yeah, well, we I changed that as well because okay. uh, it took too much time. Uh-huh. Um, and people still didn't uh, remember what uh, basically where they were fighting anyway. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, so I just got rid of that and all the general stuff, and that that was fun. But uh, yeah, it took too much time. <laughs> so uh, now you get to fight. You have a set. I do a, a matchup sheet basically, and when you're done, you come to me, and the winner gets to pick a territory. Oh. So first come, first served. Yeah. Uh, and you can only pick territories that are adjacent to your faction's territories. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you need to win by double or more victory points to be able to claim a special location. Ah, that's smart. I like it. Yeah. So that's also to try and get people to play faster a little <laughs> bit. Because, if, for example, if my team, if four of us plays really quick games and just kill our enemies, yeah. we get to claim four territories. That means that we can push pretty far inwards into yeah. the enemy territory. Uh, or like take a whole area quickly so that they can claim stuff that are within that. Oh, you could take uh, away their, their location so they, they don't yeah, have anything basically. adjacent. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, so, but the people didn't really use that because they were slow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they were they were enjoying the games. Yeah, that's the most important thing. So, yeah, so that's uh, that's new. And then the the most new thing and the most important thing about this year's Avaria is the hero um, hero thing, basically. Oh, oh yeah, uh, character. Have you right? heard about this or read about it? No. The character advancement, right? Yeah, the character advancement. So it's basically uh, there are no special char- no named characters of any kind allowed. Yeah, no, no prime marks, no nothing. Ah, good. Um, I like it. Yeah, because I talked about I talked to someone about this earlier today that <clears throat> many armies or many players become so reliant on the special rules of a special character mm. uh, while playing their army, so they build around them, and co- and when you take that away, the they don't know what to do, basically. So this is a way of forcing people to play like normal games, so to speak, yeah. uh, without yeah, we, special stuff. We talked about this last episode. Yeah. Uh, and so you uh, <clears throat> basically, you're one of your HQ guys. Uh, your warlord uh, is your hero, and he can he gains upgrades during the campaign throughout the year, and he keeps them. Uh, so, for example. And my warlord that I play now, he got uh, he got to roll a couple of times on the upgrade charts. He got Crusader, he got uh, Fear, mm-hmm. uh, he got a Halo Blade. Oh, what's uh, that? Uh, it's the Black Shield Paragon Blade, basically. It's a plus two strength, or oh, plus three strength, AP three, two-handed. Oh, so, <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Shit. Because since it's only AP three... Yeah, uh, and two-handed. Is it still uh, like instant kill on sixes? Uh, I don't know actually. Could almost be instant death because of the high strength, because it would be like strength seven or something. Yeah, strength seven. So just oh. uh, put it on a forge lord with drag grenades and go bananas. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's the uh, Castellax killer weapon. So, but did you make this up yourself, or did you take it from the from the book? Because I know Forge World have some rules for this, right? The upgrade? Yeah. Uh, I basically stole it from Mini Wargaming uh, oh. and then changed some of the uh, shards because they did a, a narrative campaign a while ago. Yeah. Uh, with, I must have been like a year ago, uh, with this kind of hero upgrade, basically. Okay. Uh, and so I thought that was fun. So I took their shards, but they were 40k yeah. and uh, had some. They weren't really that good, mm-hmm. but uh, gave me like a, a blueprint that I can work with. Then I did all the so there are now six upgrade charts um, and two like campaign advancement charts. So the six upgrade charts are the special rules, like uh, universal special rules, basically, and stats and stuff like that. You can get bonuses, mm-hmm. and the campaign advancement is. Uh, special rules like the ones that the special characters usually have. Like, oh, you get to deep strike deep units, or uh, when your warlord in Terminator armor deep strike, he doesn't scatter in his oh, units. Okay, nice. Stuff like that. Uh, are there anyone, uh, any cases where you can get like solid upgrades to strength and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stats. Oh, it's uh, table cool. number six. Is stats. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah. There are they are uh, basically uh, sorted into categories like uh, stats, com- close combat, speed, shooting, 
leadership or like yeah leader yeah. stuff so yeah, yeah some of I, them benefit the whole squad some of them only the guy and so i think there are a version of this also in one of the forge world books right there might be or maybe there is i know there is something about character and advantage yeah it's in book six is it in book I six i think it was earlier than that maybe book five but it was a yeah Maybe uh, it's uh, or a, yeah, it's, it's in book five. Team. Yeah, yeah, uh, with their campaign system. Yeah, and it, I think you also have some like you can upgrade stats or special yeah. rules, and then there is a top limit, right? Like a space marine can yeah. have yeah, 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 five, and yeah. but you can only get a plus two on each stat, basically. Yeah, I think it's yeah, I like it. I think it's a cool. But so how how would you get these upgrades? Did you get experience somehow or? Uh, well, if you survive a battle, you get one upgrade roll. Okay, uh, but that makes all of them cowards. So that's that was a bad. I'll probably change that to next. That even if you die, you get upgrades because it's more fun to get upgrades. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then there are some things you can do to get uh, extra upgrades. Okay. I'm actually gonna pull up my list here. Yeah, we're running a campaign here in Kovda, uh, and we use the campaign like advancement from third edition. It's really nice. Okay. It takes, takes forever to get upgrades, though. <laughs> okay. But they have really nice ways of like getting upgrades that you get. Like some points for killing units, some points for holding objectives, minus <clears throat> some points if you lose half the squad and stuff. Yeah, that's cool, actually. Yeah, I've been thinking about how to implement that. Maybe I'll steal some of that. <laughs> it is a bit. I mean, because if you're running a lot of events. Did you say your character already had three upgrades after this one or something? Yeah. So, I mean, maybe that's a bit too fast. I don't know. You, you'll have to see. Yeah, well, I don't think so. Because the whole plan, for me at least, is that uh, come Avari 8, yeah. the last event this year, uh, I want people's heroes to be like Primarchs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because that's going to be so much fun when they... Like, like for example, my guy is a, a Magus Dominus, the, the lower class, but he's going to get upgraded to an Arch Magus. But that's going to be like a 250-point Arch Magus, soloing like several squads of Terminators. Yeah. And then at the same time, his uh, Praetor, maybe, is just going through my Castellax, like bread fruit or a knife through butter. Yeah. So that's the last one is probably going to be more fun than serious but uh oh. yeah so i think uh, i want it i want them to get a lot of upgrades yeah imagine missing some event or like say for example that i i want to go to some event but maybe i can't make it until like the third one and then my i'll have some sh shitty centurion against your <laughs> <laughs> well i'll have i have some uh there will be some uh mechanics in play to make people able to go to the events uh, so they get a couple of rolls. Uh, oh, that's anyway. nice. That's very nice. But I mean, and it's also like my guy he got fear and crusader. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when is he ever going to use either of those? <laughs> his bodyguard is a unit of Castellax, so his unit already causes fear. Yeah. And I never want to run because I always want to shoot my Molotov <laughs> cannons. <laughs> so I can't use crusader either. Oh. Sure, I got a Halo Blade, but I already had a Power Axe and a Machinator Array on him. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> can you can you do sweeping advances with your Castellax? Uh, yeah, most of creatures. 
Because I think uh, Crusader gives a bonus there. Oh yeah, it's the plus D three. Oh, that's yeah? pretty so, good. Actually, so there it could be good there. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. but I agree. I mean, it won't be that OP, I guess. Someone oh, will probably uh, get like to roll on stats every time or something and get. But <laughs> yeah, Do you know I mean, Henrik, yeah. the Blood Angels player. Yeah. Is he the guy from yeah. England or? No, uh, Henrik. He's uh, he's also the young guy, right? He lives in Lund. Yeah, young guy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think he got to roll on uh, stats like three times. <laughs> oh, that's a bloody name. Like, yeah. And another guy, Christopher, yeah. he he managed to snatch the maybe the most important one. He got Eternal Warrior on his one. Oh, nice! That's awesome. Yeah, he, he had to pay for it with points, though. But yeah, it was yeah. worth it. Yeah, I mean, and that will be so fun because after you played some events, it will, they will get renowned. Like, oh shit, here comes the Blood Angel, the son of Sanguinius. And yeah. like, oh no, he's like strength seven. Oh no. <laughs> and that's what we want. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. 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 And, so and there people... are some there are some ways to get more than one upgrade uh, each battle. Yeah. Also, so it's going to speed up. See, for example, if you, uh, if you kill the enemy warlord in a challenge with your warlord, you get an extra upgrade or... Kill three, win three or more challenges, or kill an enemy super heavy. Well, that's good. That because that counters the cowardice. Like you want to yeah. close combat with the enemy. That's the uh, plan. Yeah. Maybe you could get a half point if you survive. I don't know. Ah. <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So other than that, uh, I was thinking about yeah, is it this year again like an escalation in points? Uh, yeah, yes and no, uh, okay. because last year was to get people into the game with their calf boxes basically. Yeah, that's why we did an escalation league uh, kind of thing, mm-hmm. and then uh, JDub released the Prospero box, and so now we want people to get into it again. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but. So this event was both 1,500 points. You can choose between playing 1,500 or 2,500. Oh, nice. Um, so both for the veterans and the new ones. Yeah, because I had some, some of the vets complaining uh, about the low points scores. Because like, if you have 4,000 points world leaders painted or whatever, <laughs> you want to play big battles, basically. Um, yeah. And I, mean, I feel that as well. So. Yeah. You could have... Uh, Big battles and Soul Mortalis, for example, and yes. people have smaller forces there. Yeah. Well, so now we did fifteen hundred and two and a half k, and next one is going to be four thousand point battles, but it's going to be two v two, so only two k okay. per player. Okay. Uh, so that yeah. way you can you can play with your big toys basically, uh, <laughs> or well, you make a normal two k army, but you don't have to worry for example, as much about troop choices and stuff like that, because you have another guy also having troop choices. Okay. Uh, so you can go basically to bear attacks and then go bananas with Terminators if that's what you want. Yeah. Uh, Etc. So I that should be fun. But you still have... To play with. Yeah. Yeah. You still have to follow the... Uh, like, everyone has to have one HQ and two two troops, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's not combined somehow. Okay, yeah, that's no. cool. So, you, for example, you can't have a, like a super uh, with a 4K army. We can't have, I can't have a war, uh, Warhound Titan because yeah, it's too expensive on the war, Lord of War limit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's good. I think it's good. That's a good idea. That, so we'll see how that goes. The fourth event, then it'll be uh, 8,000 points. Two more out. Yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> yeah, but so it's probably going to gonna go up as well. So maybe uh, the first event this fall of RA7 yeah. will maybe be 2.5k for everyone or 3k for everyone. Yeah. But it's the uh, the 2v2 is it it's mixed every time or are you like battle brothers do you choose a partner or Yeah, you you can you choose a partner so you play with the same guy for the whole event. Oh. Oh. Uh, Shit. So you... Are we going to get our game on? Yeah, but I yeah. mean you're a traitor. I'm a loyalist. <laughs> it's like forbidden love. Uh, forbidden be, love. That would be cool. But but <laughs> Empress Children and Iron Hands are battle brothers. Yeah, I know. That's, that's so weird. <laughs> Not I anymore. Think... <laughs> it would be awesome. We join forces, but then we fight as well. <laughs> yeah, and I got I got hatred traitors. Uh, oh shit! I'm... Yeah, oh, I'm just gonna. We're just gonna backstab each other. <laughs> but you can you can actually uh, register. Registration is not open yet, but you can register either as a team or as a single guy. Okay. And uh, if you so if you don't have a teammate, we'll just. Uh, Hook you up with someone, basically. Oh, a blind date. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, in good time before the event, so you can <laughs> talk about your armies. Yeah. Um, okay, I think is it time for a short break, and then we go into the actual event and see yeah. see how Oscar played. Sounds like yes. a good idea. All right, right back after this.
Hello and welcome to the Don't Lose Your Head podcast. Uh, I am joined today, not by Morton, but by Kalle again. Hey, hey. Kalle from Malmö. Uh, and we're gonna talk some events today. Mostly. Yes. Exclusively. Yes. Uh, so, we're just gonna talk today because the um, first of REI of the year is coming up soon. In Malmö, and yeah, I, the, yeah, this weekend. Yeah, and six days actually. So we gotta get this out before <laughs> before it's over. Um, and we're gonna talk a bit about. Um, I went with some guys to Borås play. Yeah, so that's pretty much what we got in store in this episode. Uh, but first, we're going to start with some regular intro stuff. Talk about what we've been doing, what we are doing. Yeah. Like that. Yes. And uh, so I haven't been uh, mulling like anything. So you can go ahead and <laughs> tell people. What you've been okay. Doing. Um, yeah, I finished up my 1500 point Black Shields army for Avarii. Um, fully painted and all decos and stuff, so it's uh, completely done. I just need to do some um, what's called spray varnish on them, mm. uh, but that won't take much time. And then there's uh, yeah, and I played a couple of games. I don't know how far back you want to go, but the last week, this is what I've been up to. You can talk uh, like <laughs> how often do you play games? Do, do you have the uh, game days? Uh, yeah, we have every Tuesday. There's uh, um, uh, miniature wargaming at this uh, place where Avari is also hosted. Mm -hmm. We have regular games there. And then there's a Facebook group where you can like pick up games and uh, uh, yeah. So I play tested my army against Andrea, who is. It's also a local Malmö guy here, and he played um, with the new Thousand Suns rules for his uh, Thousand Suns that he's been collecting for. Yes, since he started with the Heresy, but it's just recently that he's uh, he started to like uh, finish stuff up because now he has the rules, right? <laughs> the, 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 was he at a warrior when I was there? Did he play anything else before? Is, or is... Uh, I don't know which one were you. The the last one. Yeah, he played Alpha Legion. He has an Alpha Legion army as well, and he also was at uh, Lincoln. And oh yeah, uh, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, the, yeah, he's like a tall guy. And he won like best sport out of our right? Uh, maybe I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, he did at one of the right. Aria events last year. Yeah. Now I know uh, what you're talking about. Right. Yes. Yes. So, uh, uh, how was that? Well, I played him the week before when he was just using like generic Legion rules with Stubborn. Mm -hmm. And like, uh, um, he used a level 2 Psyker, just a character in. I completely like smashed him because we were playing Shadow Wars. <laughs> we were playing a Shadow Wars mission where 
Uh, I secretly nominated one of his characters um, that I was gonna. If I killed him, I got uh, D three points, and if he survived, um, he got extra bonuses. Uh, and um, I secretly nominated the sergeant in his recon squad. <laughs> but he didn't know this, right? Because it was secret. So, so he um, infiltrated them like really deep into my deployment zone. <laughs> and then I had this warlord trait that gave me the option to redeploy one unit. So I, <laughs> I redeployed my terminators. I had a five-man terminator squad. Uh, I deployed them one inch from his guys <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> so they just, yeah, completely murdered them. So that was quite an easy win for me. But then we sneaky, played sneaky tactics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't roll those sixes, you have to use tactics sometimes. <laughs> uh, but then we played, yeah, this Tuesday. Um, and he was using the uh, um, Thousand Suns Legion rules, the official rules from Inferno. Right, so like he had the, the, the leaked pictures on his phone, I guess? Yes. <laughs> nice. Uh, I mean, this guy, like, uh, even if they only <clears throat> sold a couple of Inferno books uh, at the event, like, the rules are everywhere now. Yeah. Yes. And they went out for pre-order on Friday. Yeah. Uh, and I've ordered my copy, and I think most people in Malmö has, we're putting in an order together so we can share the shipping and then, yeah, get everything. Um, so we know how to kill these guys because they're basically pretty hard. Uh, <laughs> uh, if I won like a really easy victory the first time, then the second time we played when he had the real rules, then he just completely murdered me. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so, um, so what was the mission? Um, and what, what did you guys play? Like, what, what was in the list? Uh, we played 1,500 points. Um, my list was, and I mean, I list hammering isn't really my strongest suit. So um, I played, uh, uh, yeah, 1,500 points. I had a chaplain, which was my compulsory HQ. And I had two marauder squads of eight eight dudes each uh, one of them had shotguns and the other one had just like standard bolt pistol and chain axe um, and i had two land speeder uh, javelins and two uh, quad mortars with shatter shells and two leviathans <laughs> and two apothecaries And it was fun have to have any, to... Do you have any special rules on the, the Marauder squads? Can yeah. Like would... Increase toughness or strength or something like that? Um, yeah, I was playing Outlanders, which gives them Deep Strike. Mm -hmm. Or half, half of your infantry units gets Deep Strike. All right. And you can also take Rad Grenades and uh, Xenos Deathlocks on your... Instead of uh, Combi Bolters. All right. Um, but then after the game, uh, I had a discussion with Andrea because he's really good at like working lists out. And we decided that I'm going to play the Chimeria, or whatever they're called. The one where you get plus one toughness, plus one strength. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just like, yeah, it's pretty good. 
<laughs> Instead of uh, deep striking and mishapping your infantry. Yeah, and that's what happened when I played him, right? <laughs> I mishapped one of the units and they ended up in a corner. And um, then they take casualties from mishapping, mishapping. <laughs> and then, yeah. Uh, so Andreas list was, he had a Delegatus, uh, which was a Psyker. So he was a level two Psyker. Mm. And he had a, a Terminator squad with just five guys. And he had, and since he was running the Delegatus, he had, um, what's it called? The, you know, like the Junior, uh, junior Pride of Allegiance. Uh, so he had two veteran tactical squads as troops. Uh, and they were both psychers, mm. and he had uh, what else did he have? Yeah, he had one Cortus uh, Contemptor and uh, three Cold Marchers with uh, regular shells or what? Uh, yeah, with shatter shells and the standard stuff. All right, so like Kelf and Cold Marchers. Yeah. Uh, and he had uh, also two javelins, All right. just like me. And I mean, javelins are just awesome. Yeah. And re really, really nice. And they just like, they outflank and they hit on twos. And it's just, yeah. Yeah, I fish javelins. They're, they're Malkador's killers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so basically, he's like unleashed shatter shells on one of my dreadnoughts first turn. And it got down to one HP. Now we had this like I don't know. We were playing the mission called the Noose from the Shadow Wars, mm -hmm. and I had to get my scoring units within twelve inches of a certain point on his board edge. Uh, and everything, all scoring and denial units, which were twenty more than twenty-four inches away from this point, uh, gave him a victory point, and everyone mm -hmm. that. I managed to get with 12 inches, gave me a victory point. All right. And then there was also Attrition and Slade Warlord, which was yeah. kind of interesting because in the end, he only won by one point because he won mm. on Attrition. All right. So. so, but it's also like a tactical dis uh, decision then if you need to, if you need to shoot or kill a unit or leave it without or outside of 24 inches. Because if he leaves the unit, he gets a victory point for it. But yeah. if he kills it, it only counts for attrition. Um, yeah, but he... Just like, you know, at 1,500 points, you don't get that much stuff. And he was using these uh, Brotherhood of Psychers rules, so he had like four master levels in total in his army. Um, and I mean, those psychic phases where if he rolls a one, <laughs> I get one die that I can deny with, and he gets five dice that he can like cast spells with. <laughs> and I, I just, I find that system so, it's so much in favor of the player who has the, um, who has the psychers. I mean, if, if you would be able to yeah. deny on like a four up or something. I think it will be much more fun because then you're actually <laughs> risking something with with using your power dice. Yeah, but is that, yeah, I, I I have no idea like how psychic powers work since I got into this because like I haven't played since fifth edition and then it was just like 
role leadership and use like one of these four powers and you like you bought the powers before use one of these four powers that your faction has and use it now it's like the the old fantasy system yeah and you get random and you can get like a really shitty one or you can get like a really good one but it's uh yeah i just think it's a little bit one-sided the whole system with a psychic face uh, what kind of powers did you get uh i don't remember i mean it was probably one like the first or second time i played against somebody who had psychic powers so i don't really know mm. the system either but yeah. it's like he, he can basically give his dudes i don't know twin linked weapons or he can make everything shooting at one unit uh, rending mm. which is pretty good yeah but i mean he didn't get any like super duper uh, super duper bonuses but it was just like you know the psych psychological effect of just watching him watching him doing all this stuff and then you can't do anything about it and you can't really counter it in any way mm, yeah well which is, how it works yeah so your powers yeah. but but i mean it was pretty close anyway right and yeah uh, how, how did it how did the battle go? Like, what, what kind of deployment did you have? And what oh, was the, the battle plan? Who started? What happened? Yeah, we had the regular Dawn of War deployment. And then uh, yeah, I only set up my two mortars and my two dreadnoughts on the board. And everything else was deep striking or outflanking. Mm -hmm. Which was also like a super bad decision because then you can focus, <laughs> even if you don't have like tons of firepower, you can focus it on one target. So he, yeah. He basically took my close combat Leviathan down to one hull point. And then when I got the chance to charge his Terminators, which I thought was like, yeah, it's better to like give the charge than to take the charge, right? <laughs> I missed to give all my receive. That exactly. is the lesson. Yeah, and, and I, I attacked and I missed all my attacks and he just like, yeah, he just needed one glancing hit and I <laughs> failed my invulnerable save and it just died. Which is fair enough, but it's like, yeah, it felt a little bit like bitter when things <laughs> just started dying. <laughs> it always does. Uh, all right, so then you deep strike in? With yeah, I deep struck in with my one unit and it mishapped. <laughs> it had a mishap and I rolled a one, so it was supposed to be removed from play, but then mm. I said, ah, oh, fuck it, reroll. Um, and then I uh, uh, got set up in a corner somewhere where, where nothing going on. And then he just like shot me to hell with his uh, uh, quad mortars. <laughs> <laughs> because basically you get like, I don't know, 20 hits. And then <laughs> even if I was like super careful with running and spreading them out, um, you get like all these hits on you and you just like die eventually. Yeah. I've been talking about this for some, some people that like blasts are just so so annoying. Like, like how, how the entire system works. I think it's okay. I think it's like I think it's so it's too easy to snipe out characters with them. Yeah, that's all. The, the barrage weapons are the most accurate weapon in the 
in the game, like <laughs> the best weapon is sniping. Yeah. So it's, it's just it's so ridiculous. And it's really, really um, convenient to like you have to be very active when you're playing. Uh, otherwise, you get punished for it when you're playing against barrage weapons. Yeah. And I mean, at least he wasn't using Phosphex, because Phosphex is just like, <laughs> it's upsetting, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching yeah, I this bat battle report on YouTube with this guy mm -hmm. named, what's his name, Winters SEO. And mm -hmm. he was playing Mechanicum against some guy who brought like three Phosphex mortars. And it's just like, even if... Even if I think that some things are super duper, like, or not super overpowered, but something, some things are like, it's really good value for points. I think the quad mortar is just, how much does it cost with phosphex bombs? It's like 70 points or something, which is nothing. And you get a weapon that can basically kill anything. And if you take shatter shells, you can even kill like tanks. Yeah. And, it's quite durable. I mean, it's toughness seven. It has basically three wounds before it dies with a three up save <laughs> for 70 points. It's like, <laughs> yeah. It's I love playing against Fossex Mortars though, because they, they can't do anything to, to my infantry when they're in their transports. And yeah, since I, since I get the knockouts, they're, right? they're really good at like dealing with them because. If I fire my bell cannons, they always get like three hits on them. Strength eight, AP three. So like, I can deal with them, but I can understand like a lot of people who play infantry. Like if you have a heavy support squad or something, and they just get annihilated turn one without yeah. <laughs> being able to do anything about it. But yeah, like a, a general opinion that phosphex is very hard. Yeah, it's probably the hardest thing in the game. Right now, I don't know, and it's just like such an easy, like it's you don't need to use any strategy or any sort of game plan to to work it. It's just like, yeah, I put these guys here; they don't need line of sight, and you can just like fuck anything up, command. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just just like lazy gaming. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have active gaming. Yeah, active gaming. Twenty seventeen is the year of active gaming. <laughs> Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's always like the most fun uh, to play like aggressive armies. Like, things that are, I, I love facing world leaders, and I love as well uh, to lose against world leaders. It just makes it even better. Like to face an army that is just coming at you, and like because just getting hit by stuff in shooting is like it's really lame. You can't do anything about it. But like. It's just frustrating. Someone's yeah. coming at you, like, and you have to maneuver against them, but then you get in anyway, like, oh, okay, you got me, and then you get totally annihilated by, like, Red Butchers or these crazy madmen with chain axes. And that's just pure entertainment. I got, I got totally slaughtered by, a, like, a world leader jump pack army all back, and it's so good fun. Yeah, and I mean, it feels like you at least have a chance. Because you have like a slight bonus in close combat, which turns out to be a big deal. But it's usually just like, yeah, you get one extra strength, an extra attack or something. So you still get like to hit back and you still have the same initiative. So things happen, you will still kill dudes. But where if you're playing like 
against the gun line, then you're just like, yeah, okay, must have died. Okay, now it's my turn. Almost as dead, but uh, I'll try and walk forward a little bit, and then they die the next turn instead. That's why you should probably play some more Talis more. <laughs> so, so what happened uh, after you deep struck, and one of them mishapped, and uh, uh, the other one didn't come on until like third turn, um, and yeah. I land them because I didn't want his uh, mortars to be able to fire on them mm-hmm. uh, because they have a minimum range of 12 inches. All right. Uh, but then he just like, yeah, I cast this, uh, I don't know, you know, sniper vets. <laughs> sniper vets yeah. are just yeah. really, really good at killing basic marines. Yes, they are. So he shot them up with his sniper vets, and then I managed to like charge some unit and like kill some guys. But then he just like did a counter charge and just like slaughtered them. Uh, yeah, so a lot of my stuff died. Not so much of his stuff died, but I managed to kill his uh, his warlord with the last cannon, which was nice. He failed his. Okay, that from sorry. your last leader. Yeah. All right. And that's always very satisfying. Or if it was like Gilman or something. Yeah. I used to love last cans to, <laughs> to kill characters. Do it all the time. Yeah, I mean, it's, my land raiders. It's a very shaky sort of strategy to pull numbers, but <laughs> when it works, it's super satisfying. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he, yeah, he killed my stuff, and then, then there's not that much you can do about it. Uh, but we talked it through, and we, uh, uh, um, what's it called? I reworked my list for Saturday, and um, I think it's gonna work out this time. Right, but but like in the end, you had some units left by his. Uh, like work, yeah, I had, one, so I had one Leviathan left and one Landspeeder. That, that were within where you needed to be, or what? Um, no, I think they were like in this sort of no man's land where they gave no points to to either of us. All right, so the, but they weren't like without like where ranges where he got the points. So the only thing that mattered in that was the attrition, right? Exactly. All right. Yeah, so it was a pretty close game anyway then. Right? Yeah, but it's like attrition is one point, but it's yeah. like, yeah, he killed nine units for me and I killed like three units of his or four. Mm-hmm. So like that that shows how how um, how big his advantage was at the end of the mm-hmm. game. Even if he only won by one victory point, it was like he had that match. So what do you think was the like the biggest obstacle in facing the army? Was it that you, you mishapped and that I you... played like uh, uh, I played not really well and he just like um, yeah he played he's he's a really smart player I would say and he knows how to like maneuver his stuff and how to set up properly and 
and I just wanted to like deep strike. I thought I had this like great plan where I was going to deep strike, and then you're like, "Aha! Now I'm going to shoot you with my shotguns." But like shotguns aren't really like good, you know? Yeah, and relying then, on a plan where you have to like roll a scatter die and hit. It's not a solid plan. Ah, exactly. <laughs> Which we'll get into later when I talk about Burros. Yeah. What happened in Burros? Oh, yeah, yeah. You, the, so those were the games you played? You were going to talk about? Uh, yeah, that's all I played. And then we went out, me and my brother, who played uh, uh, one of the Oscars, the militia guy. Mm-hmm. So the three of us went out and had some beers after the games, which was nice. All right. Get drunk and bitter about heresy in general. No, I was rant, ranting about Space Wolves and, you know, <laughs> Inferno Gate. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so uh, I went to Boros yesterday to see mm-hmm. the guys over there, uh, the guys who organize uh, BSK and Godcon. Uh, we're throwing together like a, a game day. Boros, and it's pretty close from here, like an hour drive or something. Uh, so me and two guys uh, from Chovda uh, went over there to play. So they were basically trying out like, uh, uh, the missions for Godcon. Mm-hmm. So we brought our... Sorry? When is Godcon? It's... Uh, Easter. Oh, okay. Uh, so we went over there with our with our armies, two thousand five hundred points, and uh, played games all day. Oh, nice. So it was like a mini event almost. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I uh, like I made up my mind going there like uh, like five days before or something. Yes, I'm like, hey, do you guys have room for some more players? Like, yeah, sure. He's went over. And uh, it was great. So a lot of nice people there playing Heresy, as usual. Any of the like famous players from the Swedish 30k scene? Or? Uh, yeah, Eric was there. The, the, the creator of the 30k Sweden Facebook group. Yeah. And Niklas, the... Uh, Guy who is responsible for Gothcon. I don't know. I don't think I've met him. Yeah, he's the, he plays Salamanders. Okay. He's got a beard. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, like uh, I recognize like most of the people there. Uh, I've seen them at, at event events before BSK and I was in Gothenburg and. There's known faces. Cool. Um, well, what are you What are you doing in the background here? Uh, yeah, molesting just, machine. Um, I'm cleaning two uh, demos pattern rhinos here. All right. And I've just like uh, scrubbed them and fished them out of their the after soak, and I'm gonna try and try them off a little bit. All right. Um, and I was like shaking them in a colander to get rid of some water that was making some noise sorry so we got there at like uh, 10 um, and we started gaming uh, was so it, was it just like open gaming or was it like yeah well, they had like this, this yeah. 
Cheeto of the like, missions. So they were like, all right, you can play whatever mission you want and give us some feedback for for them. So we know what cool. to change for Godcon. And so the, um, I brought my Iron Hands, of course. Uh, my list was my trio of the uh, Proteus Land Raiders, because I just fucking love that unit. The best unit ever. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. They're awesome. I just want to pet them like, all the time. <laughs> so plenty, uh, though. Yeah. They're like what, 700 points or something. Oh, I meant like when you pet them, that they're the pointy, uh-huh. yeah, pointy edges oh, yeah, and stuff. They're like uh, around all over. They got tracks running everywhere. Yeah, but they're like sharp corners on those tracks. Yeah, yeah that's true. Pet them carefully. Um, so I got those three land raiders. My regular Phobos land raider. Oh, so you have four land raiders in your army. Yeah, in that army. Uh, I, I own five landers, but I only brought four. Okay, so it's like a, a casual event. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so three produces, one uh, Phobos with my Gorgon Terminators in them. My two Malkadors, um, and my Predator squad and the three Predators that I tried now for the first time with, like the the original setup there. I, I was gonna play them in because um, before I got my Malkadors, they were like the only anti-infantry I had in my entire army, the anti-infantry shooting. So I usually run them with heavy bolt responses, two auto cannons, and one plasma executioner. I think it's called. Okay. Plasma turret. They're great with dealing with like, infantry and light vehicles and stuff. But now I tried them out with like the the heavy uh, option, so to say. So they had last cannon sponsors, two auto cannons, and a heavy conversion meter. Yes. Yes. And yes. Oh, they fucking love them. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. And I had my. Uh, uh, what was it called? The the, the Centurion. Uh, the, the guy that can take the right of war. The Delegatus. Yes, the Delegatus and two Tactiles. They were running in the land area squad. So I so usually I run... War, you were playing Sons of the Hydra or whatever it's called. Sons of the Gorgon. Head of the Gorgon. That's what I usually run. But now, this year, like I'm going to get some Medicine Immortals soon from Christopher, some Brangan Harris. So I'm going to start running... A company of Bitter Iron from Book Six, uh, which basically is you can take Medusa Immortals as troops, and Medusa Immortals are so fucking gorgeous, but so fucking expensive. Like ten of them cost three hundred and twenty points or something with pocket wow. chargers. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna run those, but uh, you can still play with tactics squads. So I just ran that right award. So it gives. Oh, you get that as an option, but it's not like compulsory. Yeah, exactly. So you just let you take some as troops, but you don't have to. Okay. So like in the future, I'm going to run one Medicine Immortal squad with Volga Chargers and just keep the Tactical squad. Um, and that Rite of War gives you Hatred Traitors for your mm. army. Uh, so it's like Head of the Gorgon gives all of your tanks, like poor mans who will not die, and all the tanks in outflank. So that's it's really good, but I just want to run Company of Beer Iron this entire year. It's my plan. Because it's just 
is cool to have hatred traders. It feels right. Is company a bit iron or head yeah. recording? Company a bit iron. Gives okay. you hatred. So like the only. What does head of the golden do? Uh, it gives you uh, like poor man's. It will not die for all the tanks. So like on a six, okay. you regain a health point, and all your tanks in health link. I don't uh, get this. I, sorry, I'm gonna go on a little side note here about this Gorgon thing, right? Hmm? Um, I'm, I'm not sure, but wasn't it like Thurgrim who uh, called Ferrismanus the Gorgon? Yeah, everyone called him the Gorgon. That's his nickname. Yeah. But the Gorgon, like the mythological creature, the Gorgon, mm -hmm. I mean, it has nothing to do with Ferrismanus. Uh, right? Wasn't the, like the... the Gorgons, weren't those the, those the, like, wasn't Medusa one of the Gorgons? Exactly. Yeah, Medusa is his home planet. Yeah, but they have, like, snake hair and, like, bronze skin and stuff. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't know. And if, and if Fulgrim would say it, it's like a complete slumishy creature, this Gorgon. So for him, it was probably a compliment. Uh, yeah, it doesn't add up. <laughs> I don't know, actually. Like, I haven't dug into that that thing. Now I'm, I'm now, now I'm just gonna have to stay on the internet all night <laughs> and research it. Yeah, and read up on your mythology. <laughs> yeah, uh, like I named like I named my Gorgon squad as one of those shit. I now I forgot their names. I'm a bad father. But, like, because there's three Gorgons. Medusa's yeah, they're like them. sisters, right? Yeah. So I named one of my Gorgon squads. The name of yeah, and one then is it like Tesevs or Pashevs or whoever he cuts off the head of the Gorgon? Yeah. To bring as a gift uh, to some king, and the king says, oh, show me the head, and he takes the head out of the sack, and the king turns to stone. Because yeah. that was like the power, right? Well, I just realized something as well, though. The Gorgon Terminators, their whole uh -huh. blind rule, it's like the, the gaze of a Gorgon. Uh -huh. Aha. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> and, uh, we'll get into that later because something really funny happened with that. <laughs> uh, all right, so... Uh, um, the first game I played was against uh, uh, world leaders. Uh -huh. Always love facing world leaders because there's... On a, Equally brutal, uh, equal level as the dying hands. Um, oh, oh, I, did I? Yeah, I finished talking about that. That's what I brought. So the first game was World Leaders, and uh, we had the like the spearhead deployment, so like short table edges and like a V formation. Oh yeah, the triangles. Yeah, yeah, and that, that is always like I don't get that one. <laughs> I don't understand it. And the mission was there was uh, an objective in the middle, and then we got to deploy one objective each. So he put one like as close to the middle as possible, and I put one <laughs> as far away from the middle as possible. And there was a like a special rule for the the mission that you had to keep half of your army in reserve, but it could start yeah, coming like on. That on turn one. I like that. 
Yeah. That was like how we used to play it back in third ed. Hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a good rule. Like, it wasn't that bad for me because I have cause dedicated transports counted as like the same unit as the unit it was dedicated to as well. So okay. I could deploy like my all my tanks basically, my Predator Squadron, my Malkator Squadron, my Lander Squadron, and my Gorgons, and I keep my two Tacticals and my Centurion in reserve. So it didn't really do anything to my army. Uh, and his army, uh, I think he only kept like he had, yeah, his army was uh, Spartan with uh, like twenty tacticals and uh, an apothecary, mm-hmm. and uh, a land raider with red butchers, a dreadnought, a conductor dreadnought, and uh, a unit of. Oh, where did those come from? I don't know. The, uh, a Terminator unit with his Praetor and a Shepard. And also a veteran squad in a Rhino. Yeah, so he started with his Spartan and his Land Raider and his Renaud, And then his veterans were outflanking. And his Terminator unit was destroyed. Were they sniper bets? Or... Yes, sniper bets. Why would you play sniper bets in a World Leader's Army? I don't get that. To outflank. Yeah, you, get, you can get like monster hunter and stuff and just like punch stuff. Yeah, but you you get to select before the mission, and I guess like outflanking is a lot better than I don't know weapons. A better weapon you can also get better weapon skill, but then yeah, you have well, to drive across the entire board. Yeah, in <laughs> So I got to deploy first. So there's like a set of table with two big streets. Running, running in like buildings to the left, street, buildings in the middle, street, buildings to the right. It was like two long lanes. So I deployed my my tanks pretty much. <laughs> I barely fit them in that kind of deployment. And then he deployed his Spartan and his Land Raider, and I got the first turn. He didn't seize. And on the first turn, uh, I shot my my heavy conversion beaver at yes. his land raider with uh, red butchers. So I shot it, I hit, strength 10, AP 1, since it was so far away, and I immobilized it. Yes, Instant. excellent. <laughs> so I was like, all right, first shot of the game. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> yeah. And then my land raider squadron uh, fired some at his... Uh, Spartan and my Malkators couldn't do anything. Like they could fire the Spartan, but since it had a flare shield, I was firing blasts. I couldn't yeah, even it hurt it to the front. Yeah. Um, so that was the first turn, and he drove forward, of course. Uh, and then the second turn. But yeah, of course, he disembarked with his red butchers. And on second turn, I fired my heavy conversion beamer again. At his red butchers. Yeah, and just taste them. Yeah, like totally annihilated them. Like the, the, I think there were two guys left, and I shot those with the last cannons. Spawned some last cannons. I mean, didn't he shoot at your conversion beamer? He knew it was round ten, right? Uh, yeah, but like I had first turn, and he couldn't shoot at it with his Spartan because it was like on the other side of some buildings. Yeah, but with the land raider. 
Yeah, he he actually forgot to shoot the, the first turn, but it's one last cannon, and heavy conversion beamer was behind two other predators, so ah, okay, didn't really uh, yeah. matter that much. So yeah, I, I shoot. Wow. It's annihilated his red butchers on turn two. Yeah, that's like see ya. Yeah, because red butchers are like the, my worst enemy. They always fuck my shit up. They're great. I love them. Yeah. I should maybe bring my world eaters if we're gonna play them. Yeah. And um, just play all red butchers. <laughs> yeah. Fucking guys. And he's continued to drive up uh, with Spartan, and then his uh, veterans came on and outflanked close to the Predators. Um, and we just closed in on each other. He fired his plasma guns from his uh, uh, veterans and like knocked a few hull points off the Predator. And then he deep strike with his Terminator unit pretty much in the middle. To get close, he had some chain fists in there, so they were gonna knock knock some tanks out. Oh yeah, and the first turn he deep struck uh, his trio of jet bikes with multimelters. Aha! Uh -huh. And I only had uh, armored thermite on the Gorgon's Land Raider, so the rest of my okay. army was pretty exposed. So he <laughs> he struck them in front of my Land Raiders, uh, my Proteuses. Scattered nine inches straight into my Landry Proteus and rolled a one. Oh. So like I, that and immobilizing a Landrider pretty much set the tone for the rest of the game. Didn't offer him the gentlemanly reroll of the ones? Maybe I should have. Maybe yeah, I should have yeah. been a gentleman. You're not going to win any like coolest dude awards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Like, and it was, it was first turn, so I didn't really know how the rest of the game would work out. But in hindsight, I should have just let place them in a far corner to give them a chance. And, and continuing on, his Terminators scattered just a bit, like, didn't matter that much. I got to shoot and in my turn, too. I disembarked with my Gorgons, close turn, so I was gonna charge. I showed up with my Malkadors with their demolisher cannon scattered and I killed two of my Gorgons and as well as two of his Terminators. Yeah, worth it. Totally worth it. So then I tried to charge with my Gorgons and it was like uh, I needed to roll a four and I rolled a three. So oh. they, my Gorgons always fail me in charges. It's just unbelievable. You just have to get closer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think two inches away is close enough, but apparently not. And yeah. then uh, he charged me with his Terminators and just knocked my Gorgons away. Uh, it's pretty much expected. Then he killed my Predators with Veterans, and my Titus started coming on. And on my turn, I shot with my... Uh, heavy commercial beamer at his three remaining guys from his terminator units. So this is Prater, his Primus Medicae, and the last Terminator guy. So I joined him with the heavy commercial beamer. Since they were they were a bit closer, it was only strength eight AP four. Yeah, but still. Uh, but I hit him, and then uh, his Prater was the closest guy. So he was like, "All right, I'm gonna just gonna look 
uh, roll three Legazers. So he rolled them, passed them all, and then he's going to roll his saves. Uh, and he rolled three saves, and he rolled three ones. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> the last remaining Terminator died. His Primus Medicaid was didn't kind of lose any wounds before. Instant death by destroying the 8 8 before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his prayer also instant death. Oh. So, like, all of them die from a freaking strength 8 8 before. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. So, that was just. Yeah, you can stop laughing for a while after that. Um, and, like, my titles came on. He shot at his veterans for, like, three turns in a row, rapid firing. Shooting like bolt around at the bulldozer, but nothing happened because his, his sergeant was in front with Arcus's armor. Yeah, and they tanked like the battle cannons as well. Like he, he must have saved like forty wounds or something. It was just unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, that could be crazy sometimes. Yeah, and then eventually, like, eventually I killed his Spartan after he, he killed one of my producers. His uh, Terminator unit was gone. Uh, he killed the the Dreadnought with the Gorgon's Land Raider and eventually charged with his veterans in my tactical squad and my tactical sergeant killed his sergeant with a power fist, finally. And that's pretty much it. That's the game. And he quits gaming and sold his army. <laughs> so it's just like an entire game of just ridiculous dice rolling. Like yeah. everything was going my way. It was... And the worst part is that, like, uh, he was like, oh, shit, I'm going to face this, this wall of armor. This army looks so hard. And he's lost, lost totally because of, like, yeah, to 90% because of dice rolling. It's just... This. Yeah, and I mean, I've tried this strategy as well, where you put the, the butchers in a land raider and you have, like, a tactical squad in the Spartan. But the Spartan is so much harder to kill. Yeah. So you just need to, like, I mean, whatever you want to, like, deliver, you put in the Spartan. Because, I mean, a Land Raider, you can one-shot. You can't, like, well, you can one-shot the Spartan, but it's it's much, much harder. Yeah, and I told him as well, because he deployed after me. And he deployed, like, his Land Raider in front of my heavy conversion beamer. Yeah. When I had first turn, and like I told him, if you would have put the Spartan there, it would only have been strength eight, at, like that distance, because yeah, flare shield. Exactly. And but, you're like glancing on sixes, which is fine. Yeah, but it was the first turn he faced a heavy conversion mirror. Yeah, I mean, it's not the most common weapon, but I mean, there's also common sense. And we're back. Uh, it's getting pretty late, so we're going to have to brush this over and be done with. So, like, this is pretty much the rest of the gaming in Bulos. It's just 
dice rolling farce continued. It's rolled way too good. Just like yeah, just blowing out flyers from the sky with last cannons, just like that. Uh, there was another instance of me insta killing uh, characters. This time with a battle cannon on a like a armored uh, artifice armored praetor. Also rolled a one. Uh, just stuff like that. Just the dice gods were on my side the entire day, pretty much. That's nice for change. <laughs> yeah, but just feels so bad. But how were those guys? Uh, were they like veterans, or had they were they like more novice level? Yeah, I mean, no, they weren't beginners. They they played before. Like they so, knew the rules and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's it's cool. Just like my dice rolling was just off the charts. Everything went my way, all the time, and uh, it was just weird after a while. <laughs> Uh, but I did get, did get pretty fucked uh, in the last game. We played a double game, and this Malkador uh, ton of crushed my Land Raider squadron and just obliterated the first one. Because you have to roll two dice and pick the lowest on Malkadors, but he rolled a double six and he wow. just blew up. <laughs> so that was pretty fun. Uh, so, that yeah, it was bros. It was really nice. Really nice gaming. Nice people. Uh, just. Unfair dice. Uh, so now we got to the point of like the, the actual point of this uh, episode. Some Avaria hype. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, well. Yeah. What do you want me to say? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Avaria has been running uh, the entire last year, and yep. it's like the 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 oldest event in Sweden, right? The oldest 30k event. Uh, yeah, but who's counting, right? <laughs> and you've been running uh, we, like several we start, events we in the same first series. first here in Malmö, but who's counting? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's uh, yeah, this uh, this weekend, it's the fifth installment of the Avaria cluster. Hmm. Um, and it's the, the first of the second season. So to say. So have you kind of reset the table, or are you? Uh, um, yeah, on? it's 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 moving on a little bit. Um, we had this map that we were fighting over uh, for the first season. Yeah, really um, good looking map, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, and then um, what happened in the end was that we had this. Basically, the traitors were controlling this. A smaller area called Avariae Secundus, and um, the loyalists were controlling the uh, larger planet called uh, Avari Prime. Mm -hmm. um, so they had a big apocalypse battle. Like, yeah, I don't know how many points, but there were titans and stuff on the table, and um, we decided that what happened after the battle was that the traders basically blew. Uh, blew Avari Secundus up. <laughs> um, so that's now <laughs> the premise for the um, the second season is that uh, yeah oh. something is happening on Avari Secundus 
Uh, and when I built the map, I put in this chaos icon, and it's just an explanation. It's just unknown. Uh, so there are much more points of interest on the new map where um, instead of the being divided into two big areas with like some hive cities and uh, mechanicum facilities on them, there's now uh, more smaller areas but with more points of interest. Right. And how how they will work in in the game mechanics, it's not really decided yet. That's it, Oscar, um, who's running the show. I just do the graphics, hmm. uh, and uh, yeah, but and we added some space stations that have been like coming into the system where you can probably nuke stuff from orbit if you control them and stuff, um, and that there are these meteorites flying through the system that are the remnants of. Avaria Secundus. Yeah, I saw the, the map. Yeah, the yeah there's still some technology that can be salvaged on there. Um, so yeah, we have to see what, what's going to happen in the future of this event. But the, the setup this year is that we're starting just like last year with 1500 point armies and that you're going to have like a, a progression for your characters if you're or if you for your warlord if you accomplish certain missions and certain things during the games. Mm -hmm. So you get like stat increases and uh, better equipment and so on. Yeah, it sounds really good. And it's uh, you have a good opportunity to do like those kind of like campaign events because you, you game pretty regularly in Mana. You have like a good player race. Yeah, and I That's think really also cool. just like running this over four installments, I think it's enough to build build this bigger story in the campaign. Yeah, definitely. Because that that's the thing that I've uh, like always found is the problem with campaigns is that it's so hard to keep up when you yeah. just rely on players going to a club and doing things by yourself and keeping track of everything. It just kind of slips away over time. So do you have yeah, the, like, like everything on one day? You're taking care of everything, right? Yeah. So if you have like everything on one day as an event like that, then it's a lot easier to like keep a story and a campaign going. Yeah, and then uh, Oscar writes these little uh, fluff pieces between events and just like setting the scene for the day. Yeah. Which is something that he really enjoys, I think. It's like building that story on what's what's going on in the system and how is the war progressing, which is something that adds to everybody's like gaming experience. I think because a lot of people are in this for the narrative uh, parts, and then that's the kind of stuff that they resonate to. And and it's just not like yeah, we show up and then we just game. It's it's like everything fits into a bigger story somehow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's great that you're you guys are um, keeping it up. And uh, said I can't attend this of REI, but I hope I'll be there. Yeah, you have to be there for number six, which is in May, I think. Mm -hmm. So, so just that... like look out your calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Come to Malmö. You can sleep at my house. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, fuck yeah. 
Um, Mama is. Uh, I've only been there like two times. Gotta explore, explore South Sea. I just think it's so fucking weird. Every time I go to Skwana, like once I cross the like the line, it takes me like a while, like maybe fifteen minutes or something, and then I'm like, where the fuck are all the trees? <laughs> I can see the coast from here. Like something is wrong. Yeah, it's a different <laughs> landscape. It's like a Danish landscape. Yeah. Definitely. I'll come down for the next of Aria. Yeah. Uh, and uh, probably you could come on and do a post of Aria as well. Say, tell us like what happened. Any crazy shit coming up? Any. Any other weird, like, yeah, that's a great. Idea. I, think, I think we should try and get Oscar involved as well. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. He has like the big perspective on, on what's going on, and everybody is like opinions and a little bit more of the behind the scenes uh, arrangements and stuff. Because I'm, I'm going to be totally like focused on my games and <laughs> whining about overpowered space wolf lists and stuff. So. <laughs> Yes, he's the fluff guy. You're the the Malmo power gamer guy. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah. then uh, yeah, we will have a debrief. Yeah, so, yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's been booked out, uh, like the slots filled out pretty quickly, and I know they added extra um, extra tables for for because so many people wanted to join. So I think there's like <laughs> 24 players now. Well, yeah, how many did you have for the last war? Uh, I think it was the same. I don't know. I think mm. for the, the big, did you see the big? Yeah, you were there, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I met you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the big table was how many people? Eight players, I think. Yeah, I think so. Right. And then I think it was like 16, maybe, in the other, on the other tables, or was it? Even more, I don't remember. Yeah. Are you playing uh, everything on uh, like six by fours, or are you having any Sumatolis? Or I think it's all six by fours uh, this time. All right. Should do, but I'm not sure. Only four by fours and have it extra bloody. Yeah, I mean, fifteen hundred points is like so. The setup now is that you can either play fifteen hundred points or twenty five hundred. All right. Uh, and you choose in advance, yeah. and if you're uh, like me playing 1500 points because you want to do something new and not play like your super big army that you collected before um, then you play four games and then the 2500 point games you play three games yeah right nice so there's uh, yeah there's a, and then that's something that I really like that you get more games in during the day yeah, because that's at the end of the day. That's what everybody's there for. Yeah, definitely. and look at cool models and and yeah. I expect you guys to post some pictures during the day. Yeah, I added uh, um, topic on the Heresy Thirty K forums for everyone to like put their pictures in and their stories and stuff. Oh yeah, you guys uh, posted a lot of pictures on there. It's really nice to see. Yeah, I tried to update on there uh, as much as I can, uh, even though it's a little bit more like, there's a little bit more work 
uh, putting pictures on that forum because you need to use some kind of image hosting and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think just the community on that forum is, is adding so much to the whole experience and you get yeah. super great feedback. I mean, there are also Facebook groups and stuff of those. I mean, they're okay. I like the 30K Sweden, but there are a lot of like, I know there's a world eaters one where people just like, oh, I painted a Chaos Space Marine blue. Now it's a world eater. <laughs> like, they don't really make the same efforts. And maybe <laughs> it's just my idiotist, but it's, it just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, world eater is. Yeah, it's a bit more old school. I love forums. Like, forums are. Like when I got into uh, like 40k forums were like half a hobby. Getting on there, posting your everything you make, and then the thing about forums as well is that it's so, so much easier to go back and yeah, yeah, you can navigate them in a, yeah. yeah, because then on Facebook, like you post something and then you get some likes and then it disappears forever. Yeah, and that's bullshit because you want to go back and like look at what people like thought about stuff in the past or if you have like favorite uh, images and stuff it's all there but like, yeah. for, uh, and i think also that the way that people discuss things on facebook is just that yeah as i said there's a lot of like not so great conversions going on and <laughs> and i mean <laughs> you can't really like you can't call people out but sometimes i i just get like to a certain point and i start like asking people like is this really a 30k related miniature that you're putting up <laughs> yeah but this i mean <laughs> and people are in that group to look at miniatures but then uh, i don't know i'm just getting old i think <laughs> old and grumpy yeah i mean i i'm actually yeah, a lot of people are like part of every single group there is for like the different legions uh, i'm only part of the, the iron hands group and like some really great content on there. Yeah, I think maybe as well that what it gets lost, like people have more stuff yeah. and it just goes away. I think yeah, maybe that world leaders is a bit more more of a popular legion. Yeah, there's tons of people on that group, and just like yeah, here's an Age of Sigmar character, <laughs> put a space marine helmet on, and now it's a world leader. And sure, it works as like a post heresy world leader, but that's not the group for it. I'm just. <laughs> I think like if you if you selected Iron Hands in 30k, it's not like one of the most flavorful legion. I say, and that's not that different from 40k at first glance. So it doesn't really draw that many people to get the better content. By that. Yeah, I guess maybe it's it's the more chaos religions that get a lot of like the, the weird sort of maybe not so like flavorful conversions and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, that's why I I started this forum topic. Yeah. So yeah. everyone who listens to this, all twelve people or whatever, <laughs> just, I, don't hey. know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how many people are listening to podcasts. Yeah, me neither. It's like maybe mine and Morta's mom or something. 
Cem, şimdisiniz. Yeah, Avaria. Get, get to our yeah. topic. So, um, yeah. I mean, there's not that much we can say right now about the uh, about the event because it hasn't happened yet. But it's yeah. going to be a lot of fun, and yeah, I'm going to bring my black shields, and um, hopefully, don't lose all my games. <laughs> or do if you have a good time. That's the key. Have fun. Yeah. It's like the first rule of the rule book. Come on. Remember, have fun. Uh, and just hope that your dice rolling won't be as bad as my opponents in Boros. <laughs> well, you never know. That's the the fun part with the dice, right? Yeah, if we can love dice games as well. Like, but yeah. I don't know why people are still so surprised by dice. Like, if you roll really shitty and people get upset, but uh, it's the way of the universe. It's accepted. Yeah, exactly. Like, when I, like, if someone shoots a single last can the like, first turn and I fail my cover save, they blow it up. It's just deal, deal with, deal with faith. Yeah, just play another game. That's, that's all the way to go. Yeah. All right, so uh, some Avoria hype. Like I'm hyped. I'm so sad I'm not going this time. But like I hope you guys have a super fucking time. Yeah, and, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, like last time was really nice. So it's it's a lot of hype now. It's like New Year, first first like first big event of the year in Sweden as well. Oh yeah, that's right. So like you gotta. You gotta set the set the scene for the rest of us. Yes. Will this uh, or will he come to Lincoln again be, and be known as the the mighty Malmö Meta? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to Lincoln this year. I think. All right. Um. So. Or maybe it would be fun for the event, but I think like the. The premise for the event, everybody running this Raider Force Org. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't like that. And it's just going to be all Fosfix. We'll <laughs> <laughs> see, see what happens. Uh, hopefully, I'm going to link on because like, last year was just the best. We had such a good time. Such good people coming there. This is how we get started in 3k as well, so... We're going there. Yes. Alright. So Alright, I, I need to go to bed. Yeah, yeah, you need to get yeah. up for work tomorrow. Yes. Yes. Alright, but... Yeah, great time talking to you, and... When is Morten back? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Morten is never on when you're here. Yeah. Um, for is, yeah, he's... Coming to Avaria, I think. Is he? Oh, is he? No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Maybe not. I have no idea. I don't know. Uh, let's see. He's not. I don't think he's on the event on Facebook, so probably not. But uh, we would love to have you on uh, post Avaria, and maybe we get Oscar on as well. Yeah. To get uh, some, some, other some fluff on. and not just the uh, power game talk. 
Don't know, exactly. <laughs> My list hammering skills. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Take nice care. Nice talking to you. Talk yes, to you later. Nice to you. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Let's
Welcome back. Our <laughs> new, new intro music. Uh, I didn't record, so you guys are laughing so for no sad. reason. Oh. Made a little. Make us seem like fools. <laughs> Did a little choir, choir preparation. I think we should make like a real group. Bum, bum. Oh, come on, guys. Heresy quartet. Heresy quartet. All right, we're, so we're back. Yeah. Um, and by now, I will have used the magic of the internet to cut in Kalle. <gasps> so first, we're interviewing Oscar, and then like every, everyone disappears. And then it's just me and Kalle. And now we're back, the three of us. Crazy. The mystery of the past. <laughs> right, so we talked some preparations for Avari, and then Kalle also talked like before Avari. And now Oscar would tell us how it went down. Yeah, how, how, many, how many players were you? How many 24 players. players. Ooh. Uh, that's basically the max we can fit because we can basically fit 12 tables uh, at Spellances. So that means 24 players. Nice. But as I said before, uh, the next uh, event is going to be 2v2. So I'm going to test if we can play 4K on a 6x4 table. <laughs> and if that works, we can have double the number of players. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so we'll see. It's gonna All be right. crowded. Maybe if you have a lot in reserves and stuff, it could work. Yeah, that's my plan to have uh, some special reserve rules. So yeah, we'll see. Got to yeah. bring my gas mask. Yep. <laughs> it's gonna smell <laughs> sure. musky. Sure and, and that's like springtime as well. Like the spring yeah. sun shining on everyone. Indeed, and only one toilet. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right, so you you're the like the organizer, but you also participated, right? Uh, yeah, this year I am. Uh, last year I wasn't, but this year I uh, couldn't resist the upgrade rules, so <laughs> I wanted in. Uh, so I took my mech because they're a good placeholder force, so to speak, that they can go either way. Uh, if we're missing a loyalist or a trader, I can my mech can be fill that spot. Yeah. Uh, so that was cool, and. Uh, should I just uh, go through my games or? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, okay, so I played the fifteen hundred points. As I said before, there were either fifteen hundred points or two and a half thousand points. And uh, so I played on the. Let's see, I was a loyalist, wasn't I? No, I was a trader. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I fought for my own gain. Yeah, yeah, oh, uh, yeah. Secret agenda. Secret agendas, indeed. Yeah. Uh, so my first game, uh, I played my mech. Uh, my list is in a, there is a picture in the album. Yeah, tell, tell us it's, just quickly. Uh, it's not that yeah. many models. <laughs> no, I'm just going to scroll down to my pick so I tell it correctly. Yeah. There it is. So I had an H HQ guy. I played the Legio Cybernetica uh, for mm -hmm. the first time in my life. Um, so I had a, a Magus Dominus with basic the basic stuff, like a uh, cyber-familiar uh, machinator array power axe, um, melt bomb, mastercrafted power axe. Yeah, that's basically it. Uh, and then I had two units of Castellax, one unit of three with molar bolt cannons, 
and one unit of two with Darkfire Lances. The uh, first time I used them, oh, well, I used them in one game before, but yeah. And then I had uh, my only s uh, scoring unit, uh, a six-man Thalax squad with yeah. two Photon Thrusters, Tank Hunter, and uh, Melter Bombs. Uh, and then I had Wait, two Warlocks. Can you Tank Hunter? Yeah. It's right. called a Destructure Upgrade, so they get Tank Hunter, cool. uh, both on shooting and close combat. So that's pretty cool. Ooh. And then I had two, a unit of two Vorax um, and a Plasma Mortar Thanatar. Nice. So that's basically a 6, 12, uh, 15 models. <laughs> that's very so handy. My, uh, well, they cost 100 points each, basically. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's basically the same as my Custodians, I realize now. They, they are a little over 100 each. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I split it. So. Uh, yeah, so it's a pretty compact and small army, and since I only have one scoring unit, I mean, the Castlex are troops, but they're not scoring. Uh, so I have a unit of six uh, Thalax as my only scoring. And that was uh, interesting <laughs> to play with only one scoring. <laughs> um so my first game was against Christian and his Solar Auxilia. And that's the, uh, if you look at the album, that's the first pick. The one where my uh, Magos is fighting a guy with a whip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's his, uh, his HQ guy. And this is like the last turn. He accepted my challenge because it was the heroic thing to do. And then uh, we put a wound on each other. I didn't manage to kill him. Uh, <laughs> And that sucked. My Castlex uh, almost wiped his squad, but uh, he survived. That's uh, so I didn't get a kill. Yeah, but this uh, this game was pretty good for me. Uh, he deployed first and went first. He had like a couple of units of Grenadiers, it, since it's all or Solar Obsidian, the rifle section. Yeah. Um, and then he had two units of Volkite Velotaris oh. and uh, two regular uh, battle tanks. Yeah. I saw he he borrowed some models from the from Oscar, right? Yeah, yeah. He 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 didn't get. He ordered from. He used the Dreamforge uh, models, mm -hmm. uh, but he only got twenty of his like hundred infantry uh, okay. before the event. So we had to borrow a lot of Oscar's models. Yeah. So he had the two. Uh, he had Oscar's were grenadiers, and then his own guys were velatoris, and then he had two plasma. Uh, Executioner Lima Russes, uh, the heavy support variant, and then two single uh, fast attack battle tanks, the Lima Russ regular battle cannon thing. Whoa, are, are they fast attack? Yeah, they're fast attack with the Solar Auxilia oh, because yeah. they're light tanks, <laughs> basically, <laughs> in their army. Uh, so he deployed pretty wide across the whole front, and uh, then there was. Um, a pair of, or then the main street was divided by ruins, and then in the middle there was a couple of tank traps, and he deployed all his tanks to the left of them, or except one, uh, one was on the far right, but yeah. So I decided to deploy all my units on the far right, his right, <laughs> so I ignored his tanks basically. Yeah. I had to drive forward to be able to even draw line of sight, and one of his Russes didn't even reach me the first turn. Uh, and then I just basically rolled up his flank, uh, shot the uh, the single Lima Rust that was there, uh, dead on the first turn, and then uh, 
kept going. Castellacs are pretty hard to kill when you're a puny <laughs> human. <laughs> so, Even yeah. with Volkites and stuff. But I guess Volkites doesn't do much damage. You have to yeah, you still only wound on sixes. So oh. <laughs> that's a problem. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he did well. Uh, I mean, it was kill point mission. So mm. I won it. Uh, I, I won by double, I think. Yeah, because yeah. I got a Halo Blade one. Uh, but uh, it was close, and neither of our warlords managed to kill the other, and neither of them died, so we both got some to roll, uh, which was cool. Nice. But it was a fun game, uh, Christian's first uh, heresy event. Yeah, okay, so he's starting up with the force yeah. of Solar. I haven't seen many Solar Auxilia armies, actually. Uh, no, that's true. There aren't a lot. Uh, my second game... Uh, was also against Solar Auxilia. What? So, uh, yeah, there were two at the event, and I faced both of them. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, I've never seen uh, Solar Auxilia in the wild. No. Welcome to Avari. There's yeah. Solar Auxilia there. <laughs> yeah, I have. I've faced them before because Linus, maybe you know the uh, tall, uh, big military guy uh, who plays World Eaters oh, yeah. and Imperial Fists. Yeah, he has a Solar. Oh yeah, Solar yeah, Auxilia. yeah, I've seen another one. I've, yeah, the white yeah. one. Yeah, ah, he's the one who the has the Inferno, Inferno yeah, tank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I faced his army twice. Uh, he, he made his, when, he, when he bought it, he actually said, okay, I'm going to make a no friends list just to take to no friends events, basically. So if there comes up, if anyone makes a really hardcore 30k event, he will be there and with his whole works. So yeah. oh. And I faced it twice and we won one game each. So yeah. Well, it's gonna that, play yeah. the mission. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so uh, yeah, it was a fun first game. Yeah, uh, especially what, since I won. What happened? What happened? Uh, like in the in the wider picture, did the loyalists? Uh, in the wider picture, I think uh, the loyalists started to pull ahead mm -hmm. um, a little bit. Yeah, there were. I'm just gonna look at the matchup sheet. Um, yeah, did I think. Uh, sorry. Did, did I ask, were you loyalist or traitor? No, I'm a traitor. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> good. Yeah. good. But uh, So I think I won my game, and uh, there were the uh, one of the other traitor mech won his, and the militia obviously won. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and But otherwise, I think the um, loyalists did pretty well for themselves yeah. uh, in the first game. And then in the second game, I got up against another Solar Auxilia. And uh, this was uh, an interesting game. It developed to be pretty much the same. Uh, he had a little different army. He had two uh, uh, Velatari squads in a Dracosan each uh, with the Demolisher Cannon. Okay. And then he had a 20-man last rifle behind an, a defense line. Uh, he had a Thunderbolt. Really cool. Uh, and he had a Medusa and something else that I don't remember. I'm trying to find his army here. Yeah, there is a pick of... Uh, he's, uh, he's got the uh, regular Solar Auxilia models. They're gray. And, uh, ah, here they are. Yeah, ah, maybe the, I have a pick of the entire army. It's uh, yeah, it's oh, in yeah, the, yeah, yeah. almost in the bottom there. So uh, yeah. the flyer, the thunderbolt flyer thing. Yeah, I love that model. 
Yeah, yeah it's a really cool model. It didn't do much, unfortunately. <laughs> it it because, looks like uh, a flying muscle car. Yeah, indeed. The wings are way too small to carry that weight. <laughs> yeah, two really big engines. Yeah, yeah you just need engines. <laughs> What's the tank in the background there? There's two. That's a Medusa. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So uh, three strength 10 AP2 blasts. Uh, not good since my only troop choice is a six man Thalax squad that have uh, five and three wounds each. Uh, uh, <laughs> and no invulnerable save. So, uh, but I meant they, and well, they died <laughs> uh, after a while. And then I, but then I rolled his right flank with my Castellax. And in the end, it came down to basically me charging his. Uh, or me shooting a large blast, the uh, Thanator blast, mm -hmm. at his troops. He had one troop choice left, and it was quarters. And there was no way for me to deny that quarter. Uh, that he so he had like eight guys, and I shot with my Thanator, and I actually scored a hit and killed like. But he survived with like four of them. Oh. But then he failed his leadership test. <laughs> <and that's laughs> oh, so, so I won oh. by slay the warlord. <laughs> uh, that was pretty crazy. It was a fun game. I, I mean, he should have won on objectives, but I got uh, pretty lucky with. We went to turn seven, and uh, yeah, that's the thing about dice games. Anything can happen. Yeah. yeah, so I was pretty happy. He was. Yeah. It was a fun <laughs> game. Sadly, the Thunderbolt didn't do much because it came on and aimed at my Thalax, but then he landed a direct Medusa shot and killed all of them. Uh, yeah. So it couldn't see anything. And then the next turn, it turned and flew towards my Thanator and like did one wound with the last cannon on it. And then next turn, it had to turn and fly, so it couldn't basically couldn't see anything for the rest of the game. <laughs> so, yeah, that kind of sucked for him. I never seen that uh, that model live. Uh, or what what rules is it? Like a fighter jet or a bomber or like that? a heavy fighter? Yeah, it's a heavy fighter. It has uh, four missiles, uh, not Kraken penetrators, but the lesser uh, strength six AP two armor vein or something. Okay. Uh, and uh, it has a twin linked auto cannon and a twin linked last cannon. Two twin linked auto cannons. Two two twin linked auto cannons. He'd never shot them because he shot the missiles. I'm I have too good of an armor set. <laughs> oh yeah, you can only fire what three weapons. Yeah, so he shot two missiles on the last cannon and then two missiles on the last cannon and then he didn't shoot anymore. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but it was cool. It's a cool model. It's uh, super huge, <laughs> uh, as you can probably tell from the pic. It's like yeah, the body is like it's like a flying. Well, the body is like a, a long Lehman Russ tank, basically, <laughs> to put wings on. So it's really like big. a Marcador. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically a flying Marcador. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, but that was cool. Uh, it was a fun game. It was one of the Danish guys. There are there were three Danish guys at the event. Oh, oh. Uh, so they're cool guys, and uh, the Danish scene apparently is. Pretty good, but uh, doesn't have a lot of events, so they come to us, which is oh, cool. Yeah, good thing you're close. Yep, yep. 
one of them since uh, Sweden has this these uh, passport controls uh, when coming with train over Denmark. One of them have got forgotten his passport, uh, <laughs> so that was possibly not so good. Uh, but uh, they let him through uh, by showing like some kind of student ID with no photo or something. <laughs> it's, they they told me and it was like really weird. But, yeah. <laughs> But, yes, so that was like, what, what are you transporting into Sweden? Ah, I have these models here. <laughs> I'm transporting heresy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so that was cool. And uh, they, they already tried to sign up for the next one. <laughs> okay. um, I had to tell them registration is not open. Yeah. So that's cool. They'll come back. Yeah. And was, they uh, were here in last year as well. So. Okay. Was Kim there? Uh, no, he couldn't make it, sadly. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I he can't was, see his models. No, he was registered, uh, but then he had to pull out. Okay. So three <laughs> yeah. other Danes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> That's crazy. There are so many. I know, I know. <laughs> um, so you won the second game, and yeah. what happened on the total there? And the total, uh, <clears throat> I think the loyalists, they managed to... Uh, to claim control of the space station, total control, oh. I think. Okay. Uh, and the traders pushed the asteroid belt. Uh, so I think, no, there were like two uh, two spaces left on the asteroid belt. And uh, but otherwise, and on the Avaris Secundus, the planet that the traders had total control over last year, yeah. uh, they were losing, <laughs> oh. basically. So. Uh, Spoiler alert! But at the end of game four, they didn't have any uh, any uh, territories there anymore. Damn! <laughs> but so how, how does it work? Like, if you completely take over a territory, can you ever take it back? I mean, how do you invade if you're not in contact? Yeah, there's going to be some special invasion rules next oh, okay. time because yeah, that's good. Uh, another spoiler, but the loyalists did pretty well, so the traitors <laughs> need to invade if they're going to have a chance uh, to do much of anything, basically. Yeah. Uh, but let's move over to your third game. Yeah, my third game was against Anders Nordenskjöld, Kalle's brother. Right. Uh, brother! There's two of yeah. them now! There's two of them, and they actually oh. swept the awards. Kalle won the standard. And Anders won Best Sportsman. So. Oh. Secret agenda. And <laughs> Anders plays Salamanders. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at his list here. Yeah. Yeah. There's and only one Salamander guy. Yeah, there's only one Salamander guy. And I've played against that him before. Mm -hmm. uh, since he's one of the Malmö regulars. Mm -hmm. uh, but... And I'm pretty happy he didn't have his... Uh, is it yeah? Fire Drakes is the Terminator guys. Uh, he didn't have them in a in a land raid or Spartan like he usually oh, yeah. has, since it was only fifteen hundred points. Um, but basically, the game went like this. <laughs> he moved up with his. It was uh, the mission was where you score points for holding objectives at the start of your turn. Oh, that's, and then you like, accumulate. Like uh, yeah, that's really good. So, tell us, tell yeah. us about his list just first. Yeah, okay, so he has, uh, he basically has two tactical squads in Rhinos. Yeah. Uh, regular attacks with Power Fist, and uh, his Rhinos has a Multimelta. 
since okay. all of his uh, multi meltas and meltas are master crafted because ah, yeah. he's a salamander, yeah. he's smelly oh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then he has six fire drakes uh, walking. Oh, that's which still is, scary. Yeah, still <laughs> scary. And then he has a, a boss guy in uh, a delegatus with the sh- uh, shield and hammer. Uh-huh. Uh, and then he has, uh, and he rides with six pyroclasts in a land raid of Proteus. Uh, and then he has the coolest thing is three attack bikes with heavy flamers. <laughs> <laughs> because they are plus one strength because he's a smelly man. Oh, and they have, they have awesome flames painted on them as well. Yeah, I, I indeed. <laughs> Lots of awesome flames painted on the entire army. I like yeah. it. So it's a really cool army and it's good looking as well. So always fun to play. And obviously, since he won the best uh, sportsman award, he's a really good guy. So yeah. it was a fun game. Uh, and we've started since he's been ar- around now for a while and we've played a lot. And yeah, uh, so we've gotten to know each other also. That's really nice. Yeah. Uh, so he. We placed objectives pretty spread out, but I immediately faced a problem since he had basically three scoring units and I had only one. <laughs> yeah. And you accumulate points at the end, the beginning of your turn if you're standing <laughs> on an objective. <laughs> so you can see how this is going to go. Um, but, well, I tried my best to wipe his scoring. Um, managed to kill one of his tactical squads and the other one hit on an objective the entire game, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I managed to... Uh, well, he, he moved in with his flame uh, attack bikes and pyroclasts to kill my Thalax and managed to kill like half of them uh, with flames. And then uh, <clears throat> I shot back with Thanatar, uh, Darkfire Castlax, and the... Um, Thalax and managed to kill all the pyroclasts and all except one of the attack bikes. So I charged in with my Thalax and it took like, I'm not kidding when I tell you it took like four or five rounds of combat for my yeah. three Thalax to kill his one wound attack bike. <laughs> oh. And he, he didn't do anything to me. Obviously, <laughs> he has two attacks. He hits on fours, wounds on fives. And then I have a four-up save and a six-plus feeling of pain. Yeah. But, I mean, I have six attacks. I hit on fours, wound on fours. And then he has to fail. So, statistically, he should fail the first turn. Of yeah. I was so mad because <laughs> this I was like six inches from an objective this whole time. Yeah. So, I didn't get any points. Oh. So, that was, okay, so I have to go for wiping him, basically. Yeah. Uh, to win. Uh, so, in the end, I managed to kill the attack bike, and uh, I killed the land raider. I killed one of his tactical squad, uh, both rhinos, uh, and then his uh, and his pyroclasts also. And then his uh, fire drakes. They moved in on the middle objective pretty early, so I figured I need to kill them because they're they are basically the hardest part of his army and they gain points. So oh, I charged they're, in. They're scoring. Yeah, they're scoring. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's so, that's so <laughs> tough. So I charged in my boss man and three Castellax mm. into them. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm monstrous creature, AP2. Sure, you got a three-up invul save and thunder hammers, but this is still my best bet, basically. 
Yeah. I shot before that. I shot my entire army on them. <laughs> uh, so I killed half of them with shooting. So there were, or maybe no, I think I killed four. So there were only two of them left: uh, the sergeant and one other guy. Yeah. So I charged in, did nothing. <laughs> no. Uh, with my castlex, challenge with my guy, because I figured if he kills the sergeant here, then he moves on to the last tactical squad, kills the sergeant there. And then it moves on to uh, the Salamander HQ guy and kills him. I oh. get extra upgrade rolls for winning three challenges and for killing the warlord. Oh, so that was my nice. plan. Yeah. Um, so I moved in. I uh, My Castlex didn't do anything. So my boss guy went. He didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> and he charges in with five strength, five AP2 attacks. Oh. Two of them have shred. Uh so, well, that sucked. And then his uh, sergeant guy, who apparently is tough as nails, uh, took his thunder hammer and repeatedly smashed my guy in the face until <laughs> he died. So I lost my warlord. And then comes the fun part of playing mech army with only one HQ, because all of my robots <laughs> need him no. to function, basically. So... Uh, my robots that were out of uh, like sight, he could start to bait them because if you're within 12 inches of me, I have to shoot you and I have to charge you if I can hurt you. Okay. And since all monstrous creatures basically can hurt anything, uh, that really sucked. <laughs> uh, so he died and this was like turn two. Oh, no. Well, so, but, uh, and then the Castlex and his two. Terminators were like slugging it out for the rest of the game until my Vorox charged in. Uh, and then they have four attacks each on the charge. Strength six, AP two. And they didn't do anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> so in the end, uh, the game ended with his warlord guy <clears throat> jumping from a building, uh, charging my Thanatar uh, that was on one wound. I didn't manage to kill him in Overwatch. And... So he smashed me in the face, uh, even though I'm I go before him with strength eight AP two. Yeah. Uh, so he killed my Thanator with his warlord guy. No, that, uh, that's too epic. I saw the the picture. <laughs> yeah. And then his uh, two remaining Terminators. I managed to kill one of them in the end, but yeah. the other guy cleaned up both my Vorax and my Castlex. Oh. So in the end, I had like, I don't think I had maybe a single model. <laughs> or something like that. He, he didn't have much, but no. that didn't matter because he had stood on an objective for the entire game. So he had like eight <laughs> points to my three. So, yeah, I oh. need more troop, my, more scoring units, basically. He, he should get some <laughs> kind of point. That I mean, that character, that uh, the, the Thunderhammer guy needs to get some yeah. badass upgrades after that. Yeah, that was epic. <laughs> I can't remember what he got, but he, he rolled on... Uh, he rolled some upgrades after this, but yeah. yeah, it was a fun game, and uh, it was. I knew this was bound to happen since I didn't have much. I made the missions, and then I made my army afterwards, knowing that I only had one scoring. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah. it was a fun. Another problem with cybernetica. Never <laughs> yeah, scoring. very. But uh, yeah, so I maybe I should have had two three man units instead, or whatever. It's more fun to play big units. Yeah. <laughs> And was this the last game of the event? Uh, no, because the um, uh, the 
two and a half K players. Yeah. yeah. Only played three games, but they have a, had a longer time frame for each game. Okay. Yeah. So since I only played uh, fifteen hundred, I got to play another game. Oh, nice. That's a smart. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, sadly, this game was pretty. Poor. The last game was against Hampus and his Imperial Fists. Yeah. Uh, by the way, look at them. They are insanely good looking. Yeah, look at there's two awesome looking Imperial yeah. Fist armies. Uh, Which... His his one is the brightest one. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. That color scheme. Yeah, especially wait. Have you seen that? Like he has his yeah. Look at the is... look at the side of the land raider. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you, and his Templar brethren. I uh, I mean they're gorgeous. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. So he came. Uh, he got a lot of uh, points in the um, painting vote as well. But he uh, didn't, didn't win though. Oh. Kale one with his black shields. Yeah, that's which, uh, which are also insanely good looking. Yeah. So I mean, that's hats off to them. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that game was uh, kind of boring since uh, this was the guy I told you about earlier that had to start with half of his army in reserves. <laughs> uh, so he basically started with the, all his scoring in reserve and had to move up the field with them. Uh, because the objectives were in the middle. And since they were walking, that took a while. So I could just shell his heavy support and uh, his uh, kill his dreadnought pretty early. And then his Templar brethren in the land radio, they basically, I mean, they have power swords. They can't charge Castellex. <laughs> so he was just sitting in his land radar hoping to live. So he got an upgrade <laughs> point with his, with his warlord. Uh, but then I shot the land radar dead. He had to get out. And then he failed. This was the the moment when he gave up, basically. <laughs> well, we played it out, but I, he gave up now. Uh, because he, he got out and was going to charge my HQ guy just to, to slay him, basically, because he had to get out. The Land Raider was dead. Uh, and he failed his charge. And no. that meant that the, <laughs> all of his Templar brethren and his eight, two HQ guys, his chaplain and his uh, Delgatis, uh, they were in a let's say, a large blast formation. <laughs> and my Thanator was standing like 18 inches from them, looking at them. So I just placed my blast, rolled a hit, and he removed all of his models. <laughs> uh, so they all died. Or I think one survived, but he took it off because, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> and that was, that was basically it. Then he tried to move on to the objectives, turn five, but I just moved my guys to deny him and shot him, basically. <laughs> so he didn't have much. He had like, I don't know, seven models left at the end of the game. Yeah. And I had taken, I think I lost, I think I lost my Darkfire Castellax and one, um, no, I lost one of my Darkfire Castellax and one of my um, Thalax. <laughs> Oh, that's rough. Yeah, yeah. That's, it wasn't a very fun game. I mean, it was mostly terrain as well. We had a very open board with like one big uh, thing on each side. So he put his missile launchers inside a ruin to get yeah. some cover. And I put my Thanator behind some kind of, uh, yeah, I don't know, building that covered him so they couldn't shoot him. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> so... I don't know how, how I missed that table because I went through the tables when they were built, yeah. looking at them to see if they were all right. And somehow I must have missed 
this table. Uh, <laughs> it was it was just straight bad. <laughs> Needed more, something more, some more. Yeah, I mean, there were there were basically no line of sight blockers except the two that we had, one on each side, but they were facing each other. Uh, so there were on the sides, it was just like open field with some craters and some trench lines. But they don't. Give, I mean, sure they give cover saves, but they don't block line of sight. Oh, so you can't and, maneuver. Much no, you can't maneuver. And for him, who has a pretty maneuver, it's pretty important that his dreadnought and his land raider can maneuver and charge when they want. Mm. Uh, going against me, who is like mech shooty. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty tough. Yeah. So it wasn't that great, but uh, yeah, it was fun still. I mean, uh, we. I had fun at the event, and so did he. <laughs> Maybe not the last game, but the rest. Of the so yeah. you did well. I mean, three three victories. Yeah, I, I mean, I did what I had to do to, <laughs> to uh, get the traders some points. Yeah. Uh, sadly, none of the other guys seemed to do that. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if you've seen the end map. Uh, yeah, it's in the. It's in the thirty. It's in the event and in the thirty uh, k um, group as well. <laughs> Just gonna find it, but it's basically basically the loyalists did really well, yeah, uh, and the traders not so well. <laughs> uh, in the end, the loyalists claimed the entire space station. Uh, they claimed the entire. Remnants, so to speak, of Avaris Secundus. The mm -hmm. traders managed to claim all but one of the territories, or all but two, only one loyalist control though, of the Fragmentari Majori, aka the asteroid belt, uh, heading towards Avari uh, Prime. And, oh, nice. and the uh, loyalists almost eradicated the traitors on Avari Tertius. They have like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They have 16 territories against the five of the traitors <laughs> on that planet. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> it seems like uh, loyalists often win at events. Yeah. Yeah. Are they just better players or more OP. hard dedicated? Or <laughs> All loyalist armies are OP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's like before, before people start playing castouts. Yeah, that's true. It's gonna get yeah, worse. But I don't know. I mean, feel like yeah, I don't know because I think that like uh, Sons of Horus, we don't have any Sons of Horus now, but uh, and Alpha Legion, for example, they have really good Legion rules. Hmm. Uh, and I mean, the rules for sure, Iron Hands are pretty good, and uh, Imperial Fists are all right. Uh, Salamanders have some good units, more than good rules. Um, but Night Lords are awesome, and uh, <laughs> they have some good rules. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why the loyalists never. It's because wins. us traders, we play with our hearts. We don't take the best <laughs> list. We take the coolest <laughs> list. Yeah, that's true. Maybe. We don't. We yeah. don't care. <laughs> Jens, uh, Jens Treff, he really went the coolest route uh, yeah. this event. Yeah. He took his uh, newly made Night Lord's Recon Company. Ooh. 
and I don't think he did very well, <laughs> but it <laughs> was a tough. cool, cool thing and, and a cool, cool army. Yeah, I visited him uh, when I was driving back from Stockholm and played against him with his uh, Dark Angels. Yeah, it's a really cool army. Yeah, yeah his the, Dark Angels are really cool. Recon Company is hard, I think, to play. I mean, I've never seen it, and uh, I'm not sure how how to play it well, but. I, I think it's awesome that he brought it. I mean, it's a cool. Yeah. There is basically no way to play it well. <laughs> <laughs> I think, sadly, if you want to go on the theme of Recon, I mean, you need to have three Recon squads. Oh. He had three small ones, but still, and that's a pretty big tax. Yeah. And then you want like stuff like he had jump pack dudes and bikes and stuff like that because it's fluffy. Yeah. Uh, but they are not the best units in the game. Yeah. I guess I guess you could just having a lot of scoring units could be helpful. Yep. Like yep. the small infiltrating scouts and stuff, but still yeah, it's gonna be tough. <laughs> it's gonna be tough if you have no damage outputs. Yeah. But uh yeah, it was uh it was cool. Yeah. And uh, hopefully the traitors will do better next time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll have to win win stuff back. Uh um, yeah, basically. Or or Niklas and I can join the loyalist side and, and <laughs> there was actually uh, uh, the Emperor's Children player. Yeah, yeah, uh, he was a loyalist. <gasps> See, it's not impossible. Sacrable. Yeah, he he played. Uh, he's always uh, played loyalist. He's one of the Danish guys, okay. and uh, he played the armored spearhead or whatever it's called. Oh yeah, yeah. With, the, with the predator HQ. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, That's but he, uh, he didn't have any infantry almost. Yeah, he has two plasma squads and rhinos. Oh, yeah. Uh, a predator. No, a double predator, I think. Uh, Looking at it right HQ now. And, uh, and a basilisk, a derideo, and a contemptor. Nice. He also had a knight errant. That was his hero. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, like, is his tank commander going to be upgraded otherwise? Oh. Or. No, his, uh, he had a knight errant. No, nice. was his hero. I need to go down there and face him and, and take him out. <laughs> Emperor's children are traitors. I think he did really well at the event, actually. Ah, oh, damn it. Because it's uh, <laughs> hard to handle so much armor at 1,500 points. Yeah. So you briefly mentioned uh, some of the prices, but uh, what were they? Oh, yeah. What happened? You had best yeah, uh, painted? We had the best painted yeah. or best army. I, I tried to... I don't know how clear that that is, but I tried to get people not to, to include just painting, but also like theme and uh, conversions yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, coolest and army. coolest army, basically. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and Kalle won it with his black shields. Nice. Uh, which, uh, yeah, they're amazing. They're really cool. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of individual individual cool details on each. Legionary. Yeah, he, ha- he has like uh, the squads are pretty cool. He has a lot of special bits on them, and he also has painted like um, Night Lord style skulls on the helmets. Yeah, and uh, converted the his Reaver Lord is the um, Tribune special model uh-huh. in Tartarus armor. Uh, converted to have like instead of having a cool scimitar spear, yeah. he has like a huge two-handed cleaver. Yeah, uh, it looks crazy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, he's the double Leviathans. Uh, they're they're really good looking. Yeah, 
and then two uh, javelins as well. So, yeah. yeah. But I mean, that's that's really impressive. Also, winning considering because I've seen some really good-looking imperial fists. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, there, I saw some blood angels, and the the uh, solar auxilia looked really hot. So I mean, yeah, yeah, must have been tough. Was it? Yeah, close? there was. Uh, no, he ran away with it, but the yeah. the runner-up was really close. There was a lot of people with the uh, that was close on the score. For example, yeah, yeah the. Uh, Solar Auxilia, the Alpha Legion army, mm-hmm. uh, and the um, yeah one of the Blood Angels armies, I think. Yeah. So yeah, there were some. Uh, the Mech armies also got uh, a lot of points. So. Yeah. Not, not mine. Well, I I got some, but not, you not should as much you, as you should have gotten some. They look awesome. I I was actually really proud. I've never in my life gotten any points for painting <laughs> and now I, I got now i got like a couple of votes so i was i was really happy actually yeah <laughs> but uh yeah i didn't win anything and then we had the uh so uh, kale won best painted and he won i think a whirlwind scorpius oh nice oh cool yeah and see, uh, see them that often uh no but i think they're uh, they're underrated i think they're really yeah. good but yeah. since they compete in the heavy slots, yeah, that's why you can only take one. Yeah, you can only take one in a squadron. One is usually enough, though. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they compete with like Leviathans, Land Raiders, Predators, the Sycorans. Yeah, there's just no room. I'm gonna say something uh, like uh, for for the future. Like I made a, a a draft version of my list for Scaraberg. And it has no heavy support selections. <gasps> Ooh. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> it does have two land raiders, though, but they're dedicated. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Sorry, I just had to say that. Uh, That's really unique, actually. Yeah, it's, least, not, I think it's so. not very common. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, but that's cool. So... Where is board is the first thing that disappears in like all the army time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think elite is more difficult for what? me. What do you fill your elite slot with? Oh, there is no, nothing good in there. No, Empress <laughs> Children. I have like Palatine Blades. I have Phoenix Terminators. And then I have cool Dreadnoughts and stuff. There's a lot. There's a lot. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Pothecaries. <laughs> <laughs> I don't use Apothecaries. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I've never, I like, yeah, heavy support disappears really quickly. Yeah. And then it's troop choices and HQs for me. I mean, elites, sure, you can have some dreads or some terminators, but eh, fast attack, there is nothing good in fast attack. No, that's <laughs> the one that never fills up. <laughs> yeah, I never use the fast attack slot. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to use it soon, though. I'm going to get some bikes. Oh, yeah. That's cool. I have a lightning that's. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I use it for. I had you... three jet bikes for my space wolves, but I sold them. <laughs> oh, okay. oh. Did you... But we, you also had prizes for best sport. Yeah, yeah, we did. And Kalis brother won it. Anders, uh, the yeah. Salamanders player. Uh, and that was that's always the most fun to count the best sport votes. Yeah, uh, because. It's I I see it uh, like a like a grade on how how friendly the event is. Mm-hmm. Uh, if a lot of people get a lot of votes, that's good. 
then most of them are good guys. <laughs> uh, and but uh, Anders won pretty, or not handedly. You can't win handedly since you can only get so many votes. Since yeah. you can only get voted by people that you faced. Um, but he won, and he won a uh, wor- no, not a whirlwind Scorpius. He won a Vindicator with a laser destroyer array. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Damn! Yeah. How do you get all these shit hot prices? They're all uh, each person pays a hundred. Yeah. for the event, and half of it goes to prices. Oh, that's, that's so smart. Because, I mean, yeah. I, I think that drives the event so much. Yeah, good. I like it. Uh, I've had some people say that they don't care about the prices. They would rather have, like, I don't know, Fika. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, I think they, it's a good thing for the event. So. They can bring a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, <clears throat> we also had there was a guy who donated a prize uh, on site actually. Mm. Uh, shout out to Axel uh, Trumfeller, who uh, yeah he he donated the Pharaohs book. Oh nice! Uh, so we raffled that out as well. Uh, that was cool. He's very active at the forum. Yeah, he right. is. Yeah, but that that's a great idea. I mean, because I have a lot of um, like books in the Horus Heresy series yeah. and i mean i i've started reading some of them twice but it's a good idea to like maybe we should just start bringing books and like have a book club or just switching yeah. trading books yeah yeah that's good sounds good to me i have them all basically <laughs> <laughs> except the newer ones so i would willingly trade yeah yeah but that was cool i think he actually this was new brand new yeah uh so that was cool and yeah, that was basically the end of it. Uh, next no event prize for be... like the best winning side or something. I guess you. Ah uh, no, because like... uh, there are too many people on that side, and yeah. I mean I know that Lincoln usually has like best loyalist or best traitor, but I can't be bothered to keep track of uh, of actual points or points. Yeah. And I don't want that to be a driving force either, because I think that dictates peop- what peop- what kind of armies people take. Yeah. Uh, if there is a price for best loyalist or best traitor, some people, not all of them, uh, but some people will really try to win that price. Hmm. And uh, that means that they take a cheesy army, and I don't want that. So I think no that's for winning. <laughs> I think that's the right way to do it. Yeah. Uh, I think next uh, event we will probably have uh, a price for uh, best fluff. Uh, and people will get to write a short, uh, like a half a page on their uh, about their hero, nice. and uh, whoever. And then you'll get to walk around reading it, and whoever gets the most votes will win something. Since we've already have had best painted army, and I don't want, I don't like people winning twice. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> We'll so it's uh, it's because Kim wasn't there to win as always. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, Kala has been close a couple of times. Yeah, uh, his world leaders are really nice as well. Yeah. So yeah. Here I mean, he uh, things might change though. There's an MKA painting course coming up. Whoa. That's true. That's true. What? There are yeah. are some Malmö guys going. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. So. I don't, but I think Kim is going also. So. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> damn, true. Damn it. Well, <laughs> at least he'll get some competition now. Yeah, exactly. I think we need that. 
Yeah, but that's uh, basically a wrap for the event. And yeah. uh, so 24, hopefully, very happy players. And uh, yeah. So, so uh, what's next? What's for the future? I know you already uh, have the next. Oh, yeah, the, the double one. Speaking yeah, of that, the, one. the, the dates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, well, so the next one is uh, the 13th and 14th of May, I think. I'm just going to check. So, I... yep, that's correct. Uh, and it's going to be, I think, four games. No, it's going to be four games of 2v2, uh, 4K aside. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll see if it becomes two on Saturday and two on Sunday, or three Saturday and one Sunday. Mm -hmm. uh, right now, I'm thinking two each day, and like a get together with beer and a heresy quiz. Oh, on that's Saturday nice. evening. Yeah, because that's fun. Yeah, or extra time for like smaller sword mortalis. If I mean, yeah, if you finish early. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. Uh, but uh, and registration is not open yet. But uh, people can people have a, there are already seventeen who have said that they're attending at face yeah. Facebook event <laughs> and fifteen interested. So that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, invite your friends and we'll see how many we can make it. Yeah, the com the community is great. I love it. Yeah. Oh. No, and that's good because it's like two weekends before Lincoln, right? Uh, yeah, I think. I think the Lincoln oh, yeah, is Yeah, you can try your Lincoln so. army. Yeah. True. I didn't even think about that. No, it's good that they're not so close together either. So they, yeah. they don't have to compete with each other. <laughs> that's true. Since I'm going to both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. So, um, and then after that, there will be two more events basically this year. Yeah. Uh, come uh, September, I think, we'll have uh, Avari 7. Yeah. Uh, dates are not decided yet. And then by end of November or early December of our eight. Okay. And uh, then we'll wrap up this year's campaign. And then in, I don't know, February next year, of our nine, third nice. year. Nice. <laughs> it's crazy. Sorry. The entire system will be blown to pieces by that. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Maybe it's going to be a full, like, Zone Mortalis event with only <laughs> ship fighting. Yeah. <laughs> only, like, Metroid, just slamming into Metroids. And <laughs> yeah, basically. I actually saw a guy on the Heresy forums, and that got me thinking, so I might do something like that. Uh, he made a table uh, to play the taking of the Contador, I think. Whoa. Uh, and it's, like, the outside of a ship. Yeah. Whoa. But it's, like, eight by four. <laughs> So you can, it's basically an enormous open space with like uh, warlord size weapons on them. <laughs> then you can drive around and there are some towers and communication towers and stuff like the outside of a ship. Yeah. You can drive Spartans and you can walk knights there. That is awesome. That is really awesome. And then you pair it with like a, a, a big so Mortalis board that's yeah, yeah, inside. Yeah. Oh. That would be so insanely cool. Oh, just in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll start and save all my money this year and buy a some mortalist table so yeah. we can play that. That would be yeah. awesome. <laughs> oh. Well, I think mm -hmm. we're going to...
wrap this up. We have to yeah. thank you so much for coming on and talking about this event. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Anytime. I hope. I hope. I will. We'll see. At, maybe at least one of us can make it for the for the next one. Yeah. I want, yeah. To, I want to make one of Aria at least this yeah, year. Yeah. I've been missing like a doubles event, so that sounds like a really great mm. time. Well, there's two of you, and it's a double event. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> double trouble. Double trouble. We just have to agree on who has to be change uh, loyalties. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I've uh, started on my Ultramarines course to the... Where, yeah. When's the, the MKA course? That's in April, right? So it's like one... I have one month to make it. <laughs> That's cool. You got an airbrush, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's plenty of time. So uh, let's see. The MKA is at uh, 6th of May and uh, the 2nd of Aria is 13th. Yeah, it's like a month and a week. Easy. <laughs> Just doing super elite army. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With like only vehicles and you'll be fine. Yeah. Should work. Or you can always borrow my custodes. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Might be a way of working this out. <laughs> so before we, we say bye to you, Oscar, you, you had a shout out you also wanted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Almost forgot. I actually have a podcast of my own, or well, it's not just me. It's yeah. me and my friend, good friend Johannes. And it has nothing to do with heresy, mm -hmm. but some people might be interested anyway. It's uh, basically a podcast uh, where him and I talk about stuff uh, out of from a Christian perspective, since yeah. uh, we're both very active in the church. We've, uh, yeah, well, we started a pod and we've done... I don't know, maybe 25 episodes now. Oh. Or something. Damn. So, uh, yeah. Uh, cool. Give us a listen if you want. It's called Theophilus Podden. Uh, yeah. I'll give you guys a link. Yeah. <laughs> so you can put <laughs> yeah, that really now. <laughs> yeah. where, where does that come from? That. Uh, it's from uh, the Bible, obviously. Uh -huh. uh, it's uh, in the, uh, uh, the, act, uh, the book of Acts. Apostlianingarna uh, in Swedish. Uh -huh. uh, the first chapter, like the first verse, the guy who writes it, uh, Luke, he writes uh, in my last uh, book or whatever, uh, Dear Theophilus, I wrote about everything that Jesus did and said. And because he's written two books in the Bible, so in the second book, he says, he writes to a guy named, uh, within quotation marks, Theophilus. Okay. Uh, but the scientists are not really sure if that's a real person or if it just means all the Christians because oh. Theophilus means friend of God. Okay. That's so, interesting. Yeah. And so, since, so, yeah. Yeah. So, and you discuss all kinds of topics basically, right? Well, most of them are grounded in church and are like church related yeah. uh, because, well, we have most of our listener base there. Yeah. But even if you're not an active church guy or uh well whatever uh you can listen and i think it's uh we have a couple of friends both of us that are atheists or agnostics that listen mm -hmm. and it's a good way of getting to know the christians a little bit and yeah. getting to know what they think and why they think like they do uh because both johannes and i are pretty well 
I've studied religion and theology three years at university. So you, uh, you know you know what the you know what the Bible says basically. It's not <laughs> yeah, and I and I also know a lot of the science behind it, yeah. so to speak. Um, and so does he. So, but then again, we're not experts per se. But well, we like to discuss things, and we're not afraid to to dig into some semi-tough questions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do you, do you discuss any anything about like Christianity in in Sweden today? Because I mean, like Sweden today is a secular country, or what? Do you yeah, think? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I secular mean, country. And I, I would say that most people are either agnostics. Well, not most people. I wouldn't say, but I think there's not that many people that uh, maybe are actively believers anymore in that sense. Even though we are a Christian nation still. Yeah, right. we're not a Christian nation. No, <laughs> but, yeah. but aren't, aren't we still? Yeah. Isn't that, that's our state yeah, yeah. The official uh, whatever is that we're a Christian nation. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah I, I think uh, now you've awoken the religious scholar. <laughs> <laughs> but but just quickly, I think uh, it's true that there are not uh, that most people are agnostics or atheists uh, in Sweden, but then it's also true that most people in Sweden, and this, this is actually science-backed, uh, there yeah. is a lot of research on this, uh, that most people in Sweden are also believers in a higher power, oh, which yeah, is pretty yeah. interesting, uh, because many people think that there is something else, there is a, a, like something above themselves, so to speak, yeah. uh, but they, many people don't want to be... Um, I don't know, part of a larger organization, a religious organization, like the church, for example. Yeah. But they have yeah. their own way of thinking about it. Yeah, maybe maybe they feel like some parts of the church are too old school or something. Like they yeah. yep. it needs to it needs needs to keep up. Because I I definitely think <laughs> that the there's times, some, some hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, actually, our intro song uh, for for our podcast is uh, is a Christian hip hop part. <laughs> yeah. So we're extremely progressive. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So basically, when you listen to some heresy, you so I feel dirty now. I heard I listened to Erebus talk in my ear. I need to I need to clean clean my ear. So you go listen to this pod. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Yeah, we speak the emperor's truth. Yeah, the emperor, aka Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He will be back. Oh wait, what if Jesus is the emperor and he, he's like, oh, he's not dead. He's just hiding now in the Urals and like planning. Oh, <laughs> how do I make thunder warriors? Like, oh, people didn't listen. I need thunder warriors. <laughs> I, I'd be cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> I think there you got you got a topic now for your next episode. Yeah, what if Jesus is the emperor? I don't think Johannes is. Uh, well, I'll have to explain some stuff to him. He needs to yeah, awesome. make, make him start a, a 30k army at the same time. Yeah. Uh, just can... uh, a, a quick thing about the pod uh, yeah. before I forget it. Uh, the other pod, my pod, yeah. uh, is that there we have two episodes. That's One is titled uh, The Five Strangest Things with uh, Christianity. Mm -hmm. And one is uh, the five strangest things with atheism, and it's me, Johannes, and our friend Kostislav, who is a pretty well-read atheist. Yeah. So if you don't want to listen to any of the other stuff, I can really recommend you listen to those two. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Yeah. There, can, there must be some really, really cool discussions in those. Yeah. 
<laughs> but uh, they're pretty long and they're pretty in depth, but uh, they're really, really interesting. Are you still friends with him after this? Yes, <laughs> we've actually had a couple of discussions after this as well yeah. uh, about the same topics. But uh, um, we we always win, me and Johannes. So. <laughs> well, you're two versus one. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's how you do it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, awesome. Well, once again, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Thanks for having me. Yeah, and we look forward to hearing more about Avarii. Yeah, welcome. Thank See you, you May. Yeah, and we'll be back with a wrap-up after this Christian hip-hop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, good. My time's on when my mind's gone and I'm flying home and I'm stressed out and I'm tempted to get that style phone and go pull it up. But you know what's up and you know that ain't gonna solve nothing. I mean, Lord forbid, I might follow something and I'm all another cuz. So hold me down like bitch straps to the sight ward. It's killing me, but you still with me when I fight hard. And you digging me when I'm eating you. Deal with me when my car's pulled. Could've dealt with me, but you fell for me before I fell for you. Keep me on that right path and the right math. Is you plus nothing's everything. You my everything. Same. You ain't gotta question my allegiance Cause the way you love me, I can never leave I need you. And welcome to the wrap-up Yo, yo, listen to <laughs> Jesus Jeebus, save me That's <laughs> the name All right, a, so a, I, I watched the music video He had a freaking party bus Yeah, he did have Cray. a party bus we, we need a party bus We need a heresy bus to go Ooh, That would be awesome Just Imagine <laughs> us like the... the like us and other uh, Swedish podcasts just getting a Harris bus and just touring oh, Europe. That's awesome. We should get this like, um, you know, mobile house or <laughs> like a huge spiel. Yeah, that would be the craziest. Oh, that would be the craziest freaking Harris bus and we could all airbrush yeah. the outside. Oh, oh, yes, yes. Uh, the, the eye of Horus just uh, <laughs> the front or something. Uh, yeah, everyone can airbrush something. Yeah, I, I mean, those are usually so smart because you have like a table that you switch, uh, flip over and it's like a bed. But yeah. then you flip it over and it's like a, a stone mortalis board. Or <laughs> Shit. you have okay, a, we need to a do this. fridge full of beer. And then we just tour around Sweden like, oh, this weekend we're in Malmo. <laughs> like, you want to join us? We're going to drive up to Stockholm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's too bad that they don't have like a lot of heresy events in Europe. Mm. So it would be awesome to do like a European heresy tour. Yeah, that's true. I haven't heard anything. I heard about UK, but like France, Germany, Spain, what, what's going on? Uh, yeah. Do they have it, but they have like their own groups and they're only speaking in <laughs> Euro, Euro talk? <laughs> the yeah. event. The heresy event of the year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bit hard to like drive a bus to England. Yeah. You have to switch side in the middle of it. Ooh, driving on the wrong side of the road. Like driving to America or driving to Australia. It's a lot of water in the way. We have to get a, like a Harrison boat. It's like an amphi amphibian boat. <laughs> like, a, like the rhino. No, yeah, like dri drive like five kilometers per hour at like the high seas across the Atlantic. <laughs> yeah. Isn't the Chimera like amphibic or something? It has, yeah. rules, has rules for that. Yeah, it is. So we just print those rules on the bus. <laughs> 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 Pay 10 points extra. Uh, so we're just going to have a, a quick wrap-up here for, from tonight's show. Uh, so what's coming up next in Heresy, Sweden? What's the next event? The skirmish in Skyraberg. <gasps> My dude! 
So that's, that's your event. I'm running. Uh, it's gonna be amazing. In Chövde? Yes. And when when is it? 25th of March. Okay. Also 26th. Oh, and so we're gonna have like the main event on Saturday, yeah. 25th, and then have some like uh, uh, dungeon mastered games oh, on Sunday. Nice. Do some some other kind of gameplay, but like the the event or like the not the tournament, but the trader versus loyalist. Yeah. Uh, what would you even call that? Like the, like the, the main event? Main yeah. Event, maybe? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. The, the, like the thing that most Harris events is running. like The, the storyline or I don't know, something? I don't know. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the cohesive... The, the, I don't know. Yeah. The main event is on Saturday with like 2,500 games. And then Sunday is more uh, wonky game styles. Laid back. Play some fun things. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm planning my list, as I said. I think, uh, like, next episode, maybe we can talk about my list. Or, are you yeah. playing also? Uh, I don't know. If, maybe. Depending on many players. Yeah. But uh, I think I only have two more plasma support guys to paint. All right. That's, I think, after that, I have an army. And as I said before, no heavy support slots. <laughs> I'm gonna lose every game. <laughs> I do have two landers. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's no, it. I made a pretty funny list. We'll we'll, we'll talk about it. Next, yeah. next time. Uh, so and after that, there is the MKA painting course, but that's yeah. in April, so that's another month away. So you do it. Yeah, it's not that long after your event, right? Is it the middle of April or something? The beginning of April? In beginning. Yeah, tenth or something. Eight, uh, six, six to ten. Well, is it like the weekend after, or is there one weekend between? I think there's a weekend between. Yeah? Oh, yeah, you're right. Nice. Yeah, nice. so, like, Sweden is jam-packed with hair events. Yeah. So if you guys want to check this out, and, like, not having to remember what we say, mm -hmm. I posted a list on the 30K Sweden Facebook group. Yep. Just it's go nailed, there. nailed to the top. Yeah, it's Pin to the top of the page is has a list of whenever all events are and it has links to events that have like pages up. Just go there and attend events. Yeah, and make your own events and tell us about them. Yeah, just if you have an event, just tell me on uh, Facebook and I'll post it there. Nail it! <laughs> Nail it to the wall! Just like Jesus was nailed to the no, I'm sorry. <laughs> da damn Oscar. What yeah, I was watching? thinking like just like Martin Luther nailed the No the list. Heresy. <laughs> now we have Jesus on our minds. The damn damn Erebus, the Christian yeah. Erebus. Yeah. We're gonna have to listen to Oscar's pod now. <laughs> All night. <laughs> oh, what what has he done? Uh I think that's all we have for tonight, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, thank you very much for listening. And remember, don't lose your head. Good night, guys. See you next week. <laughs>